This week in Mother Russia, Witness Mutes You, as we discuss the 1995 thriller, Mute Witness. Because I can hear you. Okay, so we're talking over the music. Let's pretend it's just you two. Okay. Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Bloody Batora Show. I'm your host, Eddie. The Axe Jefferson, and joining me as always, the guy who's always rushing for the tissue, Tim Yobo. Mm-hmm. How you doing today, good sir? I'm, I don't know if it's my end. I didn't even hear the axe sound. It's got to be your end because I'm hearing the sound effects, but that's okay, Tim. I can always edit them in in post. Okay. I can always do it yes. in post-production. And you hmm. are joining us now at week, uh, what is it, week three? Three. Of the year yeah, 1995. We're yeah, we doing a Kim one... Delaney movie next week, right? <laughs> yes, Where we she gets do. naked. <laughs> Kim Delaney, also known as Alyssa Milano. Oh. Uh, <laughs> You fucked that up, like, on every episode. <laughs> it's okay, though. It's okay. Easily mixed up. This week, Tim, we have got your selection. The movie that got you into podcasting. Well, the reason. that, but. Well, it's the one you've been wanting to cover since day one. Well, yeah, because this is the perfect podcast for because we do horror movies, right? This isn't Grindbin movie. This isn't, there isn't a mustache in this movie, except for maybe on one or two Russian ladies. Yeah, a couple of those Russian ladies had a... I think the old uh, lady in the bed, the apartment downstairs, she probably yeah. had a mustache, right? Dude, I have so much to talk about about the fucking family downstairs. Just destroying their fucking ceiling, dude. Oh, my God. So, yeah, now we're here talking about Mute Witness, which uh, you've probably never heard of if you're listening to this show. Uh, I really I cannot believe how this fucking movie is not well more well-known. Yeah, this is it's a movie I think people like remember like the poster cover for it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's about yep. it. I don't think that many people have seen this movie, and it's a shame. People should see this movie; it's really great. It's one of them that definitely slipped through the cracks for some reason. I'm not really sure why. I guess because there's not really a lot of star power until the very end. Yes, and that was done uh, ten years before this movie was even made. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I remember seeing commercials for it. I just can't remember if it was commercials for it when it was actually in the theaters or for like when it came out on VHS, which 95, were they even doing commercials on like TV? Because I know it was definitely t- on TV stations. I would see the advertisement for it. And it'd be that thing with the fucking where she's, I don't want to spoil it yet, but where she sees that woman looking at her through the window with the crazy fucking witch hair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was like the big stinger on the fucking commercial. And I can't remember if it was for the actual movie trailer or if it was for when the VHS dropped. Because I'm thinking, hmm. either way, this movie has no budget to advertise. Oh, and I know it bombed in the movie theater. So why would you even spend money advertising commercially on TV? Yeah, I don't know. I found a trailer for it. But you're right. I think that has to be for the theater. But yeah, this movie... I mean, first of all, how much could the budget have really been? There's like two locations. Um, uh, well, I think that, well, technically they filmed on three continents, but it's only because yeah. uh, somebody at the end was in Germany and were like, yeah, I'll do it for you for free. No problem. Yeah. I ain't somebody. getting on an airplane. Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, I see a budget says two million, and wow. I guess it did one point one million worldwide. So, well, that's not counting home video, right? No, it it, it isn't. But I, you know what? This one's one of them. I swear to God, I've seen it at every video store. Yes, but I've never rented the fucking. Mm-hmm. And it's got that crazy cover with that fucking crazy old lady on it, right? Mine, the cover had the stitched up lips. I think that's the new one. I think that's the new okay. version. Because I think there is, I think, I don't, it's not Vinica Sinjo. Somebody else did it. Because when I was looking at it, it was like a 35 gig uh, copy. Mm. And it was a good quality copy, everything like that. It just it didn't have any subtitles or any fucking different audio tracks or anything like that. When I saw 35 gigs, I'm assuming, oh, audio commentary maybe, or. Yeah, you assume something, but mm. no. Yeah. I'm um, okay, I found a copy of it on VHS. Mm-hmm. Too, and either this person made this copy and then just printed the box or the box just has the stitched word mute over okay. the lips. Maybe so, I'm wrong. Maybe I just remember that cuz I just remember I definitely remember from the commercials watching all. What the fuck is that? <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, I I get it. I get it, man. So, but what's up? We'll get to it, but I mean, because the mm. witch really doesn't even have shit to do with the movie. <laughs> no, but it's just when you see that thing, it's like, it gave you like, what the fuck kind of movie is this? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I but, kind of am still wondering what the fuck kind of a movie it is because. It's a great it, movie is what it is. <laughs> uh, so Tim, but before we get to the movie, mm-hmm. I got to ask you a question, my friend. Yeah. What have you been consuming this week? Uh, well, I think Game Pass, I just downloaded Resident Evil, is it 2 or 3? Both, This is the I one where on Jill there, Valentine yeah. and the fucking Nemesis thing is coming that after would be, me. That would be 3, yeah. Like, it's chasing me through the apartment building. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess I, legit scary, a couple of parts where I'm like, holy shit, the thing just fucking busts through the goddamn wall, it drops through the goddamn ceiling. So, mm. I gotta mm. give it, a, Resident Evil are never really my type of games, because I don't have any patience for solving fucking puzzles and shit like mm-hmm. that, and collecting the green and the blue fucking herbs and mixing them together, and having a gun that only shoots six fucking bullets and running out of shit like that. Yeah. But all the games I've played, they've, they've been legit scary on some of the yeah. parts. Yeah, especially, that, that's one of them where the remakes have actually been really fucking good. Is the Resident because the Resident Evil Two remake was fantastic. Three I played a little bit of, and I've actually been playing the Resident Evil Four remake in VR. Which you want to talk about? The Hillbilly Family? No, that is Resident Evil Six, I believe. Resident Evil. Jesus Christ! Yeah, Four Tim was the one that came out on the GameCube. Remember? So the one that I'm playing now is Three. What the fuck did that come out on? Three. That game looks beautiful. Well, they, they remember it's a remake, though. Too. Yeah, I know, but yeah. I mean, still, it's like holy shit. Three was like PlayStation One, wasn't it? Wow, wow, what this I must look like a fucking PlayStation that, Two, even. Let's say, let's give it PlayStation Two. Yeah, to even what it PlayStation looks like Two. Now. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I. You know what sucks though, Tim, is you Google like I Google Resident Evil Three mm-hmm. to try to figure out what what it was originally out on. But everything is just fucking for the new, for the remake. There's no, there's no articles for the mm. original. Oh, you got to go to like page like 17 on Google before you're going to get to that. Yeah. Okay, here we go. So it came out in 99. Yeah, PlayStation 1. God damn, dude. Holy fuck. 1999. Four hours after the movie, or four hours, four years after the movie we're talking about. Mm, yep. I mean, so, so that, and then I finished The Curse. Oh, okay, okay. 
Have you Good. seen it? Or do you have any plans no. on watching it? I haven't seen it yet. I will. <laughs> I will. Okay. So I can't really talk anything about it except for what I've already said about how it's just like each week it just gets more and more uncomfortable to watch. And like, I mm-hmm. shouldn't be watching this. But uh, Mike Wood from the Grind Bin, he turned me on to all. I was, I was had it down on my list to watch when I want to binge watch it. But he was the one who told me a couple of weeks ago that it finally finished and I was able to watch all of them pretty much back to back to back. Okay. And he's like, you're never in a million years going to guess the ending. Okay. And so since he said that, what I'd probably mm. been doing since episode one is I'm like, hmm. Trying to guess yeah, the ending. A, that's a weird thing to have somebody mention. Oh, that's a weird thing yeah. to keep focusing in on and everything like that. Nope. Nothing? Nope. Gotcha. Man. I don't think that there's... I think if anybody tells you that by even like... Episode nine, because there's ten episodes. If anybody's going to tell you what's going to happen in episode ten, mm-hmm. they're lying. Nobody knows what the they, fuck they, they were going to say it. until it happened. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Nobody's going to like. Oh, I figured that shit out in episode four because I don't think you can. Is it like uh, the rehearsal where it's so obtuse? There's like no way to predict what's going to happen next. <sighs> I don't want to say that because I, I don't think the rehearsal was that like where you couldn't figure out where it was going because after a while that one is definitely more than this one, but mm-hmm. it's one of these shows that I think definitely you're going to have to watch maybe two times, especially okay. if you, if you really, really like it when you watch mm-hmm. it the first time around, you're like, holy shit, I think it's definitely going to pay off watching it two times. Okay. But like I said, just from the get go, I was watching, but now maybe that I know what it is. And then if I do a rewatch on it, a mm. year or so down the road, I'd be like, oh, okay, that's what they're doing that for. And everything like that. So it'll but, be like a fight club for you. You get the, the rewatch, you can pick up new things. <laughs> oh, shit, that's why they kept showing them two, two splits every time. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Emma Stone, can't beat her, right? No, no, fantastic. Great actress, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. And Nathan Field, I couldn't believe how good he was in it. He was really, really good. I mean, for the most part, he's kind of like playing a little bit like what we've seen him in Nathan Field, Nathan for You, and the rehearsal. Mm-hmm. But he definitely takes it up a couple of notches in this, I'll say. Okay, give me a tiered ranking. Nathan for You, rehearsal, the curse. What's what's the best? Oh, I still have to go with Nathan for You. There, there's yeah. just some of the things that he did on that. It was just <laughs> the the setting up of the fake Johnny Depp outside the Sylvanius toy store, fake, faking so a movie. Good. And do you want to be in a movie? Yes. Do you want to? Well, yeah, you just, can be a customer. Just fill up your basket and go and up. Buy and, stuff. No, no, yeah. You have, you have to actually pay him. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> that uh, when I think it was it was the Boston PI the, that he hired. Oh, and they God, kept yeah. going back and forth. And he's like, well, you know, you can never, if I didn't want you to find me, you couldn't find me. And he gets in the car and he gets out with eight guys who dress up just like him. And they all yeah, split yeah. in different directions. <laughs> but, uh, no, they're good. all good. But it, it's, if one is better than the other, it's not by much. My favorite still the gas station guy telling him about drinking his grandson's piss. Because it's like genuinely what fucked Nathan up. <laughs> when you drink your kids piss and he's like yeah in case you're what was scared. the other hook on that besides the, what was the, what was the thing they was was that where they were doing the, when you made the car wash where they were doing the putting the birds was, in the trees to get on the shit it, on the cars there was the gas station where they had to go hike up the mountain to get the fucking discount for the oh gas. the free gas oh <laughs> man this is so fucking good Okay, so Nathan for you is number one. Number two, mm-hmm. what? You got the rehearsal or uh, the curse? 
I'm going to give it to the curse right now. Wow. Better than I'm the rehearsal. Say, <sighs> like rehearsal just, was good, but it kind of went off the rails, I felt like. A little bit towards the end, yes. But yeah. like I said, I just, I don't remember being this uncomfortable watching stuff mm. on okay. TV. Okay. It's just really, it's, I, I really, I think the last time I could say it, and it's going to be fucked up, is it was watching fucking Irreversible. Mm. Where you're just like, I should not be watching this. When the fuck is this going to be over? It's so creepy. It's so fucking cringy. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it's just, just I guess, I guess if anything, if you watch the first episode, you're going to know right away if you're gonna, whether or not you're going to like the show. Gotcha. So it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a good, it's mm-hmm. a good yardstick for you. Good yes. high water mark. If mm-hmm. you handle, if you can stick through the first episode, mm-hmm. you're good. Okay. Okay. And then when if it's done, go watch Irreversible because nothing's going to upset you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, or hey, you could watch uh, the beginning of Mute Witness. Yes. I would say mm. because I got it. I got it. Uh, well, 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 okay. What I've been consuming, not much. I've been replaying Hades, actually. A lot okay. of Hades. That's fun. That's a fun. If you just need to plug in for a minute, play a quick roguelike game, that's that's a fun one. A lot, a lot I know of, Diablo is coming to Game Pass pretty soon. Yeah, Diablo 4 coming to Game Pass, uh-huh. Tim. You pumped about that one? It's Game Pass, so I can try it for a couple of mm-hmm. hours. Mm-hmm. That's about all you need with Diablo 4. Mm. You get you get what you need out of it in about five hours, I'd say. Well, those so, are good uh, games to have where you just got like an hour to kill or shit like that instead of like having to play yeah. fucking Baldur's Gate 3 where it's like you're playing six hours and making That's notes. That's just such a commitment, Baldur's mm. Gate 3. You know, it's a fantastic game. But yeah, you're right, man. It is a commitment, buddy. It sure is. Um, so yeah, I, Mute Witness, Tim, I got I to gotta tell you. Mm-hmm. The Uh-oh. beginning of this movie, I was yeah. like, oh, shit, we have another entity situation. <laughs> Be- because of what, well, and we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just go ahead and I'm going to, I'm going to give it the stamp of approval. Listeners, if you have not seen Mute Witness, and if you enjoy horror movies, especially with a little twinge of comedy in there that is mm-hmm. very well done, I might yes. say. Yes. And this is for you. Yes, I know that it was written and directed by Anthony Waller, who wrote and directed American Werewolf in Paris. I understand that. But I did trust not know me. that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This poor guy wrote and directed this. This was, I think, his first thing, right? Then he goes on, he does American Werewolf in Paris, works on The Guilty, which uh, I have never seen, but doesn't look great. Was that the sequel to The Accused? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's got, um, uh, uh, what's his name, Bill Pullman and uh, Devin Sawa in it. The Guilty? All the right. guilt. Yeah, just crime drama from the 90s. You can mm-hmm. kind of sweep it right under that rug. And then he went on to do uh, The Little Vampire. The fuck is that? That's a Disney movie? Uh, sort of. So you remember that really obnoxious, blonde, kind of curly-haired kid that was in a bunch of movies back in the 90s? <sighs> Filling any kid every 10 years as a kid like that, right? Yeah, I think he was, yeah, the kid from Jerry Maguire. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jonathan Lipnicki is his name. Whatever. I know this. So, still... so he's he's a vampire, and it's a kid's movie. Oh. And yeah, that's We should Anthony, do it. Anthony what year is it coming out in? 
Oh, that, that came out in 2000, Tim, so we don't have Damn, to Damn, fuck. No, I'm good. So, yeah, he, he worked on that after this, so. Mm, all right. Sorry. Well, yeah. He started got... off so good, and, you know, I th- look, that the, this movie got his foot in the door, and then, you know, people started fucking yeah. around with him. Just let him go to Russia and make a movie. Wasn't He's got a new wrong. one you might want to check out, Tim, called Piper. Mm-hmm. It's got Elizabeth Hurley in it. Can't go wrong with Elizabeth Hurley. Uh, you can go wrong with Elizabeth Hurley. <laughs> I, I would say that um, that movie Bedazzled, not so great. What are you talking about? That's a great fucking movie. She's dressed up like fucking like six different little fucking outfits throughout the whole okay, thing. Okay, okay. Sexy that, meter yes. maid, right? Come on. Okay, yeah, give I'll give ticket, you that. I'll give right? you that. I'm double parking right here. As far as, <laughs> as, far as movies go that you would enjoy watching... <laughs> It's not very good. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, she was then, in the first Austin Powers, right? Yes, that's true. That's true. That's, if you got to pick an Austin Powers, that's probably the best one. Yeah, I mean, you got that, then you got what? Well, you got the one where he was picking his skin off, and then you got the one where he drank shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, those are the ones I remember. So, yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. I think the first one was probably the best one. Yeah. Now, I wrote down the names of all of the other actors, like at least the, the lead roles in here, Tim. Mm-hmm. And I don't know any of them. Uh, I, no, I don't think so. I think the guy who's like the, the boyfriend, what's his name? Uh, oh, Andy? F- Andy. He looked yeah. familiar, but when I saw, looked him up, he didn't do it. I don't think he's done anything. Well, he he was in Society, right? This, this actor, uh, Evan Richards, he was in the movie mm-hmm. Society. And then he played, um, uh, which one? Bill. He was Bill in the Bill and Ted TV show. I did not even know that was a TV show. Was that UPN? Uh, I have to imagine it was, yeah. Mm. Like Maybe, a no, WB, that's a US, no, that's a USA TV show, I bet you. You think so? Yeah. That's, how, that's got USA written all over it. Or you know what? It could have been um, like early Fox when they were between shows. Hmm. And they're like, okay, we got Greg the Bunny. We got Shasta McNasty. Nah, that's not going to work. You know what? Let's reboot Bill and possibly. Ted. Possibly. Yeah, possible. Maybe they, own I, the, maybe they own the rights with the studio, whoever made it. So that's how they got the name. But, but yeah, so no, but no. Yeah, you're right. Nobody. I think the main chick in this, she's fucking her. She's a Russian actress. She's not even American. No, and no, she's no, been no. in a ton of stuff over there. And I think the one who plays his sister, she's been in a lot of stuff, but not stuff that I'm going to be watching. Yeah, so uh, it was Marina Zadina who plays mm-hmm. Billy. Nothing you've ever heard of. Then, yeah, the sister Karen is played by Faye Ripley. Uh, yeah. But she's, she's an English actor. She's been in a ton of uh, television shows from the UK that I've never heard of. So, I so. bet you she was in an episode of Law & Order UK SVU. Oh, you think they have an SVU in the UK? <laughs> hmm, I wonder. I mean, the show's been on for 25 years. Not just the show, but like the entire franchise. Oh, yeah. yeah. They've had to import it, right? Because we got how many TV shows have we gotten from fucking England? And we just Americanized them and turned Office, Archie Bunker's Place, all that other shit, right? Not so there is a Law and Order UK, Tim. Oh, God. It's been going on for eight seasons. Mm-hmm. Starting in 2009. Wow, they were late. Late to the party, yeah. Ah, shit. And I'm looking at the people who are in it. 
I don't know any of them, so Dude, you might want to check Wolf it out. Has to be the richest fucking man in Hollywood, no, hands down. This guy, he's got to be up there with like the yeah. top ten richest fucking people because the amount of fucking shows that they're just continuously on. I don't think you can turn a TV station on without maybe like an hour or two going by without where some Law and Order fucking show is playing. Yeah, it's him and uh, what's his name? The Big Bang Theory guy. Oh, Chuck Lorre? Uh, Chuck Lorre. Yeah, 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 that yeah. guy's got to be mm-hmm. a fucking yeah. buggillionaire, dude. Mm. <laughs> uh, good for them, man. Uh, so now, but then um, he also, this guy, Evan Richards, who plays the boyfriend Andy, Tim. Yeah. I think he's just in shitty remakes of things that were good. So he got he was in the Bill and Ted TV show, right? Yeah. He was also in that fucking Corey Feldman rock and roll high school movie. Remember that piece <sighs> of shit? Maybe that's where I recognized him from. Yeah, he played some character called Mag in that. And I remember I saw that movie one time. I think it was on Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, turning it off when they were dancing sure it wasn't around. The Hot Channel? Before they became Comedy Central? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> if you're going to buy High Network, you got to buy Rock and Roll High School. Yeah. I, I just remember, like, Rock and Roll High School, and he was singing, like, it was, it was Corey Feldman singing a bunch of, like, Chuck Berry songs. So I'm like, yeah, I'm done. I, I can go ahead and leave now. You go from the Ramones to Corey to Feldman. Corey Feldman. That's, Jesus yeah. Christ, man. That's pretty fucking bad. But, Tim, the big star, the name among names in mm-hmm. this, Alec fucking Guinness. How big a, of a fucking pull is that for this movie? Well, he never gets out of his car. So. No, I mean, look, it's Alec Guinness. He's how odd. This is like, if it's not the last thing, it's one of the last things that he's ever done. Yeah, yeah. It's and he's 100%. doing it as a favor. So, you know what? I'm going to pull up in my car. Don't get the Burger King in the shot. Yeah, go over yeah. to this window, set the camera up, and you got into my fucking uh, chicken sandwiches ready. Yeah, we get one shot of his face, and that's all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I think we see him like two times in the thing. Two times we see his face, right? That's true. Yeah, but yeah. couldn't have been more than half an hour of fucking shooting. Maybe two hours with the entire setup and everything, right? Yeah. Alec Guinness, of course, you'll remember, uh, our listeners will remember from the Bridge Over the River Kwai. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of the other listeners I don't care for might the remember The Lady him Killers, yes. As uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. Um, some of those people might recognize him as Obi-Wan Kenobi. He was also Kenobi, the, yes. the Earl of Dorincourt in the Little Lord Fauntleroy movie. <laughs> so if you want to go see that, then, you know, Lawrence of Arabia, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Kind of a big movie. Sure, a few people have heard of it. (laughs) Yeah, if you know, if 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 this is your first movie and you get this guy, be like, hey, you know what? Yeah, I got two hours to spare tomorrow. Get a camera and set it up, right? You fucking shitting your pants, happy. (laughs) So I mean, good, big get for them. He's uh, he's the mystery guest star who plays the Reaper. Mm. Which they they were they got real creative with that nickname for him. Yeah, not exactly the greatest thing, and it doesn't exactly make sense that they call him the Reaper, because if you see his face, you're dead, and like, well, you saw his face, and you're not dead, so. Well, yeah, how would you know Mm. it's him if nobody's ever seen his face and lived to tell the tale? You could do like that guy did with Howard Hughes, just go around telling everybody Howard Hughes, or I don't know, did you see the news, the motherfucker who, let me tell you, chef's kiss. This guy moves into a fucking, like, 100-year-old hotel in New York, top Mm -hmm. five-star hotel. 
He then claims residence, and then he registers the building in his name, and he tells the owners that unless they pay him rent, they got to get out, and he started collecting rent from the tenants. They just arrested his ass on fraud, but he got away with it for like a year and a half. And his name was Donald Trump. No, he said arrested, not got yes. fined money he'll never pay anyway. Well, he's going to get fined over those, over those sneakers from what I'm seeing. It's because some company has the red soles copyrighted. Unless the entire shoe is red, you cannot use red soles. And his new $5,000 sneakers have the red soles on them. How can you copyright having a red sole on a shoe? Uh, well, I don't think I, I, in fashion you might be able to copyright something like that, right? You can. I'm sure Louis Vuitton has their emblem copyrighted. Gucci has their emblem copyrighted. Yeah, but if, okay, okay. An emblem, yes. A color, no. No, it's not the color. It's the where the color is, and they were the first that company is... to do it because I remember when they when those shoes first came out, you just started seeing them, and all of a sudden it was just like holy fuck, you never saw red soles before. So mm. that kind of became their trademark. That's like their whoosh. Can I copyright having the laces on the outside of the shoe? Mm-hmm. Maybe if you invent a color. If I invent the color. You invent a new color, and then you're like, hey, okay. you can only lace these shoes the like this with this color if you give Eddie Jefferson a vig. Mm, okay, okay, but that makes regardless sense. of whether or not I know it, they, they're saying it's, it's trademarked by a company that owns yeah. it. So, I just like that people are giving the man three hundred dollars for shoes. Oh, dude, he's... not even that. He's drop shipping them too because the other thing that came out today is you're going to get this in July or August, possibly. And sure, if you order sure. more than more than one, they're going to try to place the order or deliver the order all at once, but it might be delivered in dribs and drabs. And also, you are responsible for paying any and all taxes associated with this. Mm, they're okay. they're doing a fucking drop shipment. They're waiting to get fucking five thousand orders. Then they're yeah. going to have them fucking manufactured and then shipped out from fucking China. So basically the same way every motherfucker will throw up like a uh, Patreon and be like, hey, guys, I'm going to get this uh, thing mm-hmm. made. Yeah. Or not a Patreon, but a, a Indiegogo yeah. or a GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. Which, speaking of, he does have a GoFundMe up now for his uh I thought that was illegal. Trouble. I thought you couldn't do that for uh, court cases and shit like that, right? Well, he didn't put it up. Somebody put it up in his name. Can I put Can we put one up in his name? Sure. Come on, I'll take it, some of that fucking money. The only problem with GoFundMe is you don't get the money unless you reach the goal. With Trump idiots, we could reach the goal. If we just say we needed $100,000 to make sure that his sneakers sell out and that he's the number one top-selling sneaker Mm. of all time, that he beats Yeezys, okay? See, I think you'd have to put up a thing that's like, we know he needs to sell X number of shoes, so you give us money, we'll buy all of these shoes... And then we'll turn around after they're worth more, sell them, and cut you all in on the profit. Hmm. And in the meantime, we'll give you this stamp of Donald Trump to hold as a placeholder. You can yeah, make a nice meantime, frame, which the frames are also nineteen ninety nine plus shipping and handling. <laughs> in the meantime, I'll take your money and uh, keep it <laughs> for me to have. Is what we'll do. So, Tim, uh, what yes. is your history with Mute Witness? I uh, never saw it in the movie theaters. I remember either seeing the commercial for it or not seeing the commercial for it, but renting it and re- right away, within the first like 10, 15 minutes, the movie had me. I was like, oh shit, this is really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think so I've seen it at least it, maybe it. 10 times, maybe even more. 
It's one of those wow, movies so I can is... always go back to, and it's just like it's still, it's still, it still gets you with the fucking chase scenes and everything like that. So this is like a Tim Yobo Mount Rushmore movie here. This is uh... Uh, if you had like fifty or hundred movies on Mount Rushmore, it's up there. Okay, yes, definitely. So it's yes. in Tim's top fifty. We'll call it. It's enough. It's up there enough that where I think what we started off in nineteen ninety, and I just kept going. When did we get into nineteen ninety five? When did we get into nineteen ninety five? And I kept reminding you that, mm-hmm. that chronology works incrementally mm-hmm. one at a time. <laughs> so we will get there. But no, we, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. No, I know it's one you've been looking forward to. And, and uh, this is my first viewing. Of I, Mute I figured that. Yeah. 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 Did you and, watch it with uh, your wife? No, I didn't. I told her the bare bones. I'd be bones interested to see is, what she has to say about it. Yeah. I, I told her the most bare bones version of the premise of it, mm-hmm. which I guess to, to summarize, you, you guys all watch it. Okay. So to, to summarize, like the bare yeah, bones I'm getting a ginger ale while you of it, it, but I can hear is you you've that. got a, uh, a mute woman who works as a special effects person. Uh, and she's working on the set of like an Uva bowl level, low budget, filming some shit like out in the killing fields like near uzbekistan right and she she so she works there she's a mute she does their special effects and uh she gets locked in there one night uh tries to make her way back out tries to figure out you know how the hell to get out of this place she got locked in at finds the key or whatever and on her way out trying to leave she bumps into a snuff film being made Mm -hmm. i I tell her this and and then i'm like and then there's a little like mix-up where maybe it is a snuff movie maybe it's not because they're trying to play it off and you got this whole angle with this kgb guy you got the cops half of them Mm -hmm. are speaking russian Mm -hmm. so nobody knows what the fuck's happening and she's like well don't spoil it for me i might want to watch it Okay, good. And that's just up the premise. That's not not taking into account all of the nudity mm-hmm. that's in this movie. There's a fair amount of that. Oh, man. Let me tell you, funny nudity, too. Funny laugh nudity. Laugh out loud yeah. nudity, yeah. Yes, laugh out loud nudity. <laughs> There's a lot. It's so hard to find a movie that gets the horror and the comedy right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, you get your, like, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, Shaun of the Dead, or uh, um, uh, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Yeah, but for every one of those, there's 15 others that are doing Scary Movie 18. But also, those ones, I'm going to say their thumb is a little harder on the scale of comedy than Mute Witness is. Mute Witness has some funny shit that gets yeah. thrown in there. Mm-hmm. But it's really closer to, like, an Evil Dead 1 than an Evil Dead 2. You know what I mean? Oh well, yeah, definitely. Yes, yeah. The humor elements in there, but but it's just for to to break it up, right? Yeah, and so, they work because it's, it's they're perfectly paced, and like I say, it's nothing that's hitting you over the head with it or anything at all. Mm-hmm. It's just so yeah. <laughs> now we're going to enter into spoiler territory. So if you heard that and you're interested, go watch it. Okay, so we open on Killer Cam. We're we're seeing through the eyes of the killer uh, as he turns off the radio real quick, and he's stalking this woman through her house. Well, the radio is talking about how two uh, two people escape the mental institution and they're on a killing spree, right? Right. So yeah, so he's clearly turning the radio off because like I don't want her to hear that and get freaked mm. out. Um. So then he he s- snags a knife, right? 
and we see that our, our hero lady, she goes into the bathroom, she's fixing herself up, and you can see his reflection in the mirror stalking her, right? So we get an intense close-up of her putting her lipstick on. There's a lot of very intense, a lot of like Jallo style intense focus on the eyes, mm-hmm. close up shots. In oh, this definitely, movie yeah, too for sure. So she goes out, finds her fucking husband dead on the ground, freaks out, right? Starts stumbling all over the bed. Dude pops in, stabs her ass, and then she starts flailing around the room mm. like an idiot. <laughs> But what's great about how they set it up, because usually I hate when movies try to show us other movies being filmed and they mm-hmm. do like everything is being done in one take with 18 different cameras and everybody is hitting their mark perfectly with doing like an eight minute scene. Because mm-hmm. I know that's not how movies are made, but whatever. So I think the movie, I like it so it doesn't bother me. But what's great about it is even as she's flailing around in the beginning of the flailing, because this yeah. flailing goes on for like five and a half fucking minutes, <laughs> wasting a lot of film, but... <laughs> You see the guy who's the killer. He just takes it like the stocking off. He takes a cigarette out and he's like watching her do this. He's got like a little smirk on his face. So Mm -hmm. it's still Mm -hmm. playing into the thing. And then a hand comes into the frame and he hands off the pack of cigarettes to the other guy. So now we heard on the radio, there's two guys who are out who escaped. So, okay. Then a third person pops up. Mm-hmm. Then as the camera pulls back, it's a fourth person. It's a guy who's done up like a fucking Jedi Knight with the fucking hood over his goddamn head for some reason. Yeah. And yeah. they laugh, and then we see the sound guy telling them yep. to shut up because they're fucking up the recording. They're of fucking it. up and the that's tape. when we find out it's the, it's a movie that they're making. Yeah, we're watching a movie inside of a movie. Mm. And and it's funny because as those elements, the more it pulls back a little bit and we start seeing the production happening her acting gets worse and worse the more it pulls back so you're like okay clearly. every time i watch this movie I'm like dude why don't you why are you just saying cut cut why well, are you letting them go on with all this stuff whatever <laughs> and she just destroys the fucking set so then we're introduced to uh our director this guy andy who uh He's freaking the fuck out. He's like, you just wrecked the entire set. He's like, look, I know you're a star or whatever. Can you dial it back, though, next time and just fucking die? You know, you're not the the lead in this movie. And isn't it funny? Because when we first see the movie, it looks like it could be like opening up and like maybe like a movie that's supposed to be like maybe in the 50s, right? With the way that she looks. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as we find out. I'm like, yeah, yo, that chick is 100% fucking Russian looking. There's no way. How did I fucking think that she was supposed to be an American actress doing an American horror movie with the way they yeah. set it up? It's incredible. Yeah, yeah. So it turns out, right, that this, as you said, they're just filming, right? And then we meet our, our hero, Billy, who's the special effects girl that we learn uh, is a mute. And I, I do love they do the joke of the, like, talking around her and somebody's like you know she can hear right stupid <laughs> like she just can't talk she can still fucking hear you and you're like oh okay never mind <laughs> so she uh she's trying to tell the guy the 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 guy like look you put the blood pack underneath your armpit and you squeeze it in with your elbow and then that makes blood it comes out, the knife. out. Yeah. so there it comes go. out the knife and it looks very good so then the director, the, you know, he, the set design person's like, listen, it's going to take me all fucking day to fix this thing up. So he's pissed. He's like, God damn it. All right. Just we'll take one shot of the body and then we'll get out of here. 
Right. Done for the day. Final yep. shot, so, then it's a wrap. Yeah. So the uh, victim, fake victim, lays down. Makeup lady starts doing the makeup on her. And the killer guy in the background says, hey, you need to use a little more white on her so she looks like an actual dead body. Wink, wink. Which, yeah, if you know <laughs> the twist. Oh, okay, <laughs> that, that adds up to something here now. All right. But little does clues. it? Because uh, maybe he's going to know that for a different reason. That's true. That's See? true. Yeah. No, they, they they do a lot of good playing with the mystery elements of this for sure. If this is if this movie really reminds me, there's so much like a Hitchcock feel to it. Like there is just the yeah. the suspense build up on it, the way the music is used, and I, mean, it's, I don't think did Hitchcock did Hitchcock do Gaslight. Because this chick is getting gaslit throughout, for the most part of this fucking, for the better part of this movie. It did he? Okay, now I got to look up Gaslight here real hmm. quick. I don't think he did it. Uh, no, looks like George Cukor was okay. the director. Huh. Close. Close, but no cigar, my friend. Hmm. So... Okay, so she's doing the makeup on the guy, does a little, you know, extra, or on the lady, does a little extra white, but all of a sudden the lights get shut off. Oh, shit. Guy who owns the building's like, look, you guys paid to be here till six. It's fucking six. Get Mm -hmm. out. Right? Like, no, we just have one more shot, mate. Come on, Clint. Like, no, get the fuck out. You're not paying to be here anymore. You need to leave. And puts a button on it. Like, you really need to get the fuck out of here now. So they're like, all right, fine. They wrap up production. Everybody's leaving. And uh, the director and, and uh, Karen are like, all right, well, we're going to go home. He's going to make some of his famous chili. That- well, yeah, because throughout this whole movie, the boyfriend is just like either oblivious to the sister, Billy, or just like kind of like always just like kind of like pushing her off. Yeah. Because she's like, yeah. oh, she she has a car. and Because the sister's like, all right, we'll wait for you because she forgets something to go back inside. So right. she's like, we'll wait for you. And he's like, she has a car. Let's go. I want to make my chili. And throughout right. the whole movie, he's just being a fucking, like, not an asshole asshole, but kind of an asshole. Kind of aloof. Yeah. Kind of like yeah. a, a little bit of an asshole, but a little bit just stupid, too. You yeah, know? more stupid yeah. than anything, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spilling I mean, the bullets. So you think maybe that's just a little, like, uh, maybe the guy who wrote this had a little problem with directors, maybe? Mm, previous yeah. to this? Could he be. a little... Because of how much the director just spouts about how his dad's such a rich, powerful man, and yeah, uh, he reminds—I don't know why—he reminds me of Brent Ratner for some reason. <laughs> a young Brent Ratner. I could see it. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of a young Bill from Bill and Ted's Excellent. <laughs> wow, he should be cast in a what TV a, show on what USA. A weird, Possibly what a weird Fox. casting. Is Bill <sighs> like he doesn't even look like a Bill? He's not even tall. No, no, he's just an average fucking. He's a he's one of the most plain looking fucking dudes you could put in a movie. Just boring. Well, that's why, yeah, you, know, you look at his face, he could be anybody. He's yep. in, he's in every man. I see his face, I see my face, right? There you go. Yeah, he's the self insert, Tim. I guess. Mm. Uh, so yeah, so Billy's like, all right, well, I got to run back in. I forgot my mask, you know, and we need to use the mask for tomorrow. So I got to do some work on it. All right, no problem. So she runs back in there, and uh, while she's up getting her shit, she hears someone fucking. It's like, okay, well, that's mm-hmm. weird. Somebody's fucking. I better go investigate that. She can't talk, right? so her ears are better than normal, right? So she's that's got true. that daredevil yeah. hearing, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, Tim. That's how Daredevil's <laughs> hearing works. It's because he can't talk. He's a really terrible lawyer, by the way. Can't talk. Can't hear. Hears too much. No. So she goes down to where they're filming a porno and lingers for a while. I'm like, because yeah, mm. first she looks at it and she's kind of like, oh, and then she's looking and she's smiling and then she goes to get mm-hmm. a better, a better angle, right? Yeah, yeah. She's uh, doing her little uh, blue velvet peeking mm. out through the uh, closet <laughs> scene here. Mm. And uh, shit gets Wait, a little too... was she too... looking through the rear window? Oh. Mm. No, Again, Gaslight was not Hitchcock. <laughs> so, uh, then all of a sudden, the dude that's fucking this broad starts slapping her. And I'm like, okay, a little playful slap you do. That's fine, right? Mm. Then it gets a little light, more yeah. intense. Right? Yeah, He's hitting her pretty he fucking hard. Yeah. He does. He does. Then all of a sudden you see him pin her arms down and pull a knife out. And I'm like, okay, the last time Tin suggested a movie, it was the entity. So <laughs> it wasn't the I'm last starting... time I recommended a movie for this podcast, but okay. That, so that's going to stick with me for a while, yeah. I'm getting a pattern here is all I'm saying. <laughs> like if Brian Bin has incest on a movie, they got to call me, Tim, if, uh, if we got rape in your horror movie. Other than Asher's, we got to call you. I got two movies out of all the movies we've done, so it's pretty good. You have a it's lot more good. incest movies on the grind bin than I have rape movies on this show. Uh yeah, I think you're right. I think I got uh-huh. at least three, at least. Mm. So okay, this shit turns into a snuff film. Dude takes the knife out, starts stabbing the shit out of her with it. And uh, mute lady Billy, she's like, "Yeah, I, I got to get the fuck out of here." Because mm-hmm. initially, I'm like, "Bitch, run!" And she does. But well, this quietly. is where we get the first shot of the close up on the eyes. Yes, where yes. she can tell that this isn't fucking bullshit. That this is this is real. Nobody's that right, kind of an yeah. actor or anything like of the, that. Of yeah. the lady's eyes, who's being mm-hmm. killed. Yeah. So she hurriedly tries to sneak away. Right, because like my note, like I said, is run. But it's like, no, you run, you're gonna make noise. So mm-hmm. hats off to her, right? She tries. But she to still makes away. noise. Bumps into the coat rack, Tim. Knocks it over, almost catches it right before it falls. Right. Mm-hmm. But some shit spills out of a purse. Right. Falls on Including the ground. Including a diskette. Mm, a diskette. Every time that they say diskette in this movie, take a shot. Yeah, take a shot whenever you see a titty or they say diskette. You'll be uh, you'll be pretty fucked up. So she knocks that over, and when that happens, the the director of the snuff film, his little exclamation point over his head, mm-hmm. like Metal Gear Solid goes yeah. off. Blink. But it's not enough. He doesn't know where she's at. He's just sus on her now. She's right? not in the line of vision, yes. And we see the diskette fall and slide under like an armoire or some storage. Some big heavy piece of fucking furniture, yeah. Like a bookshelf or something, whatever. Whatever you're picturing that, okay? (laughs) Exactly that. Yeah. So she has to go refill her stealth meter before she can, you know, get the hell out of there. And she does so by hiding in an elevator shaft, well, now, that's after you, you're skipping over a big chase scene in the hallway and breaking yeah, the, the yeah. glass to get the key. And that's why she's in the elevator shack, because she dropped the key down there. 
But right. it's it's just really it, all the chase scenes in this are just so well done and so They're very tight, well shot. Where it's like yeah. like things that like a millisecond later, if that guy comes through the door a millisecond early, he's going to see where she is. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. And not only that, but what I really like about this movie that you don't get very often is a, a, a very real sense of space and yep. almost like a layout of where you're at. Mm-hmm. Like all of the environments that you're in feel like a real fucking place. Because and it's part to do with like the just the set dressing with like it feels very lived in the things oh, yeah. that you see there feel natural to to the place and yeah the they they the shots that they use you have a, a very you know she's okay she's in the elevator shaft I know that leads up to where they were filming down to where the snuff films being filmed at and then mm, down to the bottom she ran up the stairs yeah yeah the little and also the use of shadows and the chasing. When oh, they're yeah. chasing her, how the shadows yeah. are like and stuff like that. It's just really, it's so good. It's fantastic. Yeah. Stop so she, the podcast and go watch it again, people. Yeah, again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets into this elevator shaft. She's got the skeleton key, by the way. And she goes into this elevator shaft to try to hide and get the fuck out of here because she's being chased by murderers, right? But uh, unfortunately for her, the uh, uh, she's got to work the shaft for a little longer than she wanted to. Mm hmm. It happens sometimes. Sometimes you're a slow starter. Okay? It's fine. She almost gets busted in there and drops the fucking key. Yeah, right? all the way down. Tink, falls all the way down. Not into the pit quite. It falls down. And uh, then we see they they take these trash bags, which you just have to assume is victim bags, mm-hmm. and they throw them into the elevator shaft below the elevator, so they all fall to the bottom. All the way the, to the bottom, of the, yep, bottom, bottom. Onto the ground, yeah. And as they're doing this, it catches her key on the ground and knocks that down the shaft with the fucking bags. So she's like, fuck. It just now keeps I gotta go. upping the ante, yeah. Yep, yep. So now she's got to slide all the way down there. She's got to slide all the way down to the bottom of the shaft, the base, mm-hmm. where it gets all stinky. <laughs> oh, all, yeah. Oof. That no man's land, yeah. Oof, a little swampy down there, man. And there's just bags that you have to assume are like body parts and shit. And there's like, when she's reaching around trying to find the key, she's pulling up like old coffee grounds looking filth and shit. Like, it's fucking bad down well, there. Well, yeah, you know, the crew, that's where they're dumping all the shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the go-away hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody's going nobody's to get a, a PA to carry that shit all the way down to the first no. floor. Throw that shit in the shaft. No, this is like uh, the well in The Good Son, where he would just throw anything <laughs> that he wanted to fucking get rid of from life. So, like, the dead dog, the <laughs> cigarettes, all that shit. This is basically what's going on. <laughs> so, she's down there trying to fucking find the, the key, but meanwhile... They're like, huh, thought I heard something down there. So they go peek down. She pulls all these fucking dead body bags on top of her to cover her ass up. Smart. Again, that's Mm -hmm. another thing about this fucking movie, Tim. Most of the people, the way that they act or behave, especially her, you're Mm -hmm. like, I get it. Her or her sister, Karen. The sister, yes, except except for the idiot boyfriend. Right, right. He's Karen, the only one who isn't doing anything smart where he should be doing something. Yeah. By the end of this, I was cheering for Karen. I'm like, this is her fucking movie. At the end, when she thinks the guy's not good and just beats yeah. the dog mm-hmm. shit out of him. 
<laughs> so fucking great, dude. So yeah, they they miss her, but while she's laying there, she can see a fucking head in one of the bags, and she can see the key on the ground. And she's like, "All right, great. Snag the key. Time to get the fuck out of here." Climbs up, goes to open the doors. Oh shit, they're locked. They're shut. It's like fuck. I got to climb all the way back up to the top of the shaft now. Mm, what the just fuck? Just when she thought she was done, yeah. When she thought she was done working that shaft, she should have cut the balls. That always makes it go a little faster. Uh, that's true. Little ball work can't hurt. Well, I mean, sometimes it, it, it yeah, can. Sometimes, yeah. Well, ladies don't don't take too many liberties <laughs> with the balls. Okay, they're they're delicate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So if you're sixty nineing, don't let them touch your balls. Yeah, if you're sixty nineing, don't let the balls touch your balls. That's a good. Mm-hmm. That's a good point, Tim. <laughs> so, okay, door opens up, though, because a dude outside unlocks it. She's like, fuck, and then kind of squishes against the corner. And you just see a dude reach in there and grab one of the bags or a couple of the bags and just drag them off. Leaves the door wide open for her. So, sweet. She's got a way out now, right? Sneaks out of there, gets fucking spotted. On her way out of the place. Like, well, yeah, oh, because she does, something shit. happens. I can't remember what it is, but something happens now. Now they definitely know 100% that somebody is in there. Because before they heard a sound, they weren't 100% certain. The only mm-hmm. evidence that they had is that there was some broken glass with some fresh blood on it. But something, I, what the, she does something. She makes some kind of noise. Oh, no. He, one of the dudes sees her. Yeah. It's she finally, yeah. finally, she, she's a millisecond too slow. She gets spotted. Yep. And now that's it. They know. They turn the fucking lights on. It's like a fucking maze with the fucking rat running around in it. The yeah. whole fucking oh setup. Oh my god, that shot is so good because mm-hmm. it's all it's this basically imagine like a sound stage. Imagine you're playing the game The Sims, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And you've got yes. that eye of God look down, but instead oh, what of they did the- in John Wick Four when they went top down, when they went uh, like old video game style, where they yeah, just shooting but- the camera from above, yeah. Exactly. But instead of it being like a layout of a house, it's all these different little sets for the different things that are being filmed there. So there could be like nine living rooms. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I think they filmed eight is enough here. So mm-hmm. they fucking. The so Russian version. The, yeah. Ugh. You know what? I think that's more like three is enough. I don't think they can afford eight. No, eight is enough to repopulate our army for uh, future wars. That's that's true. Yeah, I, but damn, they don't need armies if they have nukes in space. Now, look, we we got to be careful because number one, you don't want to fuck around with Russians. Well, not Russians, nope. but that Russian guy. And yeah. uh, for some reason, we rank pretty high in the Russian podcast, like one hundred twenty-eight. We were pretty high in. We were really high in fucking Sweden, man. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. I don't know, man. Send us something, Sweden. Yeah, send us some of your fish. The little red ones? <laughs> I was going to say, eh, you got to put that on ice, but then the red ones, you don't have to put it on anything. Those shits will last forever. They will, yeah. They 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 start out stale. No, when you get them fresh, they're still they're good, but even when they're stale, they're only stale for like maybe one bite, and then that's it. They go right back to being gummy again. They get, it's incredible. They get this like powdery, chalky thing on the outside. Yeah, that's that, true. And Jesus that Christ, man. Me. You know Is what, there anything though? that sticks in your teeth more than a fucking Swedish fish? No. Nothing. You know what, though, Tim? If you take all of the powder out of all of those Swedish fish, mm-hmm. right, and you compress it and you make it into a disc, you get a Necco wafer. 
Uh, yeah, you can use that on the Jersey Turnpike instead of a token. <laughs> uh, just wait till people start mm. using that instead of a quarter in their fucking mm. uh, shopping. No, no, carts. there was a, there was a a mini bin that we did with Matt Anderson, and he talked about that there was something that he knew about it. I'm like, dude, you had a fucking scam, a money making scam. Stand off the fucking turnpike and sell those neck wafers for fifty wafer. cents less than whatever the fucking <laughs> tokens cost to go in the fucking token booth. I watched a guy. So there's some grocery stores. Like around here, we've got Aldi, which is a German grocery store. Yes, I know. And to to combat people stealing the shopping carts, they put a thing where you put a Tucker Carlson lost his mind I was going to say, I saw Tucker Carlson in Russia losing his shit over this. Yeah. They did this 40 years ago in America, Mm. but whatever. So you put a quarter in it, and it releases the, the cart. Then you return it, you get your quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Problem is, I live in California where everybody's rich, so nobody gives a fuck about the quarter. Well, the funniest thing with Tucker Carlson is where he said, wow, this is such a great idea, because now it incentivizes people to bring back the shopping cart to get their 10 ruples. So I don't know what 10 ruples are in money, but look it up. It can't be more than That's a quarter, maybe 50 money. cents. And he says, and this is going to discourage. Now, if I had to do this, I'm not going to take this this cart back to my homeless encampment. And I'm like, dude, mm. if you're getting a shopping cart for 10 rubles or 50 cents, you're getting a fucking deal because you need that shopping cart to carry all your fucking cans and shit in, which you're going to make your money back what you lost to buying the shopping cart for 25 fucking cents for not getting your quarterback. Oh. I mean, not only that, but you could probably just go to a scrapyard with that fucking shopping cart and make more than the 10 rubles mm. off of this metal. That's true. I mean, come on, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and where does Those... that quarter go? The quarter stays in the shop on the shopping cart with you that you're taking around, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not so like you're on. leaving. Yeah, the if quarter I get that behind. to my homeless encampment, Tucker, I can figure out some way to get that quarter out, and I got a shopping cart now. Oh yeah, you give me a rock, some ripple, in about 15 minutes, I'll get the fucking quarter out of there. Mm-hmm. Don't you worry. <laughs> no, I saw people are 3D printing like fake little quarter things. So that they could put them on their keychain and then stick it in there to get the cards mm. free. But then now your keys are stuck there. So, so you really want to get that yeah. back. You know? Well, just here's a quick sidebar on a scam that I found out about this week about the with gift cards. I think I posted oh, it in yeah, the Discord. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell me about that. That's a great one. Go for Genius it. Genius fucking idea. Everybody knows that gift cards are valueless until you take them up to the cashier and get money put on them and they're activated, right? Right. So if you go into a store, what's probably going to be the number one thing that's going to be the easiest thing to fucking shoplift and steal, where even if they see you taking them, they're not even going to really bother you at all because who cares if you just stole 100 fucking gift cards from Apple? They're not yeah. activated. Yeah, they're worthless unless yeah. you pay for them. So somebody did a fucking Yoba. I wish. I wish I was this smart to figure this shit out. I wouldn't do it. I would just tell other people to do it, and I would just take a little percentage take off the cut, top. Yeah. You know, the idea. That's just gotta keep keep me beat. like two steps away, yeah. Yeah, you know, this is just for entertainment first uh, reasons. And if purposes. I entertain you and you want to donate money to me, that's fine. I can't help it. So what they're doing is they're stealing a bunch of fucking cards. They're going home. They're scratching off the silver thing on it, and they're writing down the fucking numbers. Mm-hmm. Then uh, obviously, I think it's on eBay or probably if it's not on eBay, it's definitely on DHGate, which yeah. is like Chinese eBay for everybody that's everything that's a scammer. Yeah, anything. Yeah. And you, they sell the silver tape, which you can then reapply over the fucking card. Then they're going in and they're putting the cards back on the shelves. And then just every day they're checking the cards to see when somebody buys it and puts money on it. And I mean, if you buy a gift card, 
what's the fastest somebody's going to use that card? Maybe 24 hours later. 24 hours, I was going to okay. say. So you just check every day, 12 o'clock in the afternoon, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, 6 o'clock in the afternoon, whatever, until somebody fucking picks up that Apple card or that Xbox Live card or whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. goes to the cashier and activates it. Then they're selling them. There's websites where you take gift cards that you get that you don't want. You know, grandma gives you a fucking gift card to Outback Steakhouse and, Mm -hmm. you know, you have taste buds, so you're not going to Outback Steakhouse. Yeah. And you're like, hey, you know what? I'll take 80 cents a dollar on it. Bada bing, bada boom. Incredible how somebody fucking figured that shit out. Incredible. Because I always, the first time I saw those cards, I was like, that's kind of sounds, oh yeah, wait a second. Those cards are valueless until they fucking get charged up. Yep. But, yep. Mm? It's a great fucking scam, man. Mm-hmm. Good good mm-hmm. move for whoever figured that one out. That and the That's hotel awesome. guy. Uh, they're uh, what are our scammers of the week? What was that thing that we used to have where we were talking about somebody in the hero of the week with somebody oh, in the yeah, news yeah. Did something Just the crazy? Hero of the week, right? <laughs> well, anti hero of the week, we'll say, right? We well, don't that guy's a hero. <laughs> so, the guy who tried to steal the hotel from those rich fucks, he's a hero. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's a hero. <laughs> that guy's funny as shit, dude. <laughs> oh man i love reading that kind of shit dude so okay so she gets fucking spotted right and then uh one of the dudes uh the killer from the movie is like wait 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 i can explain what's going on Mm -hmm. here i know it looked like we killed somebody but uh she's like no fuck that runs down the hall anyway Mm -hmm. hats off to her smart smart move yeah hell yeah Runs Explain to me outside on the street in front of police officers. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Why don't you tell your story in front of the cops? <laughs> exactly. Okay, so she runs runs down the hallway, opens this door. She's standing on this like catwalk, right? Fire and escape type thing. Yeah. The the snuff movie director guy like bashes the door in and hits her. She goes ass over tea kettle. Falls into, I guess, just like you know, like in uh, empty uh, film cans. It looked all right. That's yeah, what it looked like it to was, me, right? Yeah, a bunch of empty film cans in like, I guess like if you ever watch a prison movie where they're doing laundry, you know the big wheelie carts that they got there, mm-hmm. full of that shit. It's like one of those full of them, right? A big dumpster full of them. Yeah, it's a garbage dumpster in New York. We have. Yeah. And then Tim, so when your building is throwing out a bunch of shit, that's what they put in front of your house. Yeah. So her sister comes back to look for her because she's like, "What the fuck's going on?" Mm, comes perfect back, timing, yeah. Sees her laying there in uh, a wreck, just just crumpled up mess. <laughs> and this director guy holding her arm down, like, "Hey, no, it's okay. Don't don't get up. If she moves, she's gonna break her fucking neck and she's die." Be or paralyzed. Something. Yeah. Go. He's telling her, "Go get a doctor. Go get go a get, doctor. Go get help." Yeah, dude. The tension in this fucking scene is I know. so it's, good. Yes, because she's it's fucking so mute. Good. She can't fucking say anything. Right. She can sign a little bit, mm-hmm. but or her hands, hands are being down. held yeah. down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so fucking good. It's so it's such a great idea. Just the premise of it. It's such so well executed, too, man. So, and then she gives her sister that look, and they're sisters, so she yeah. knows something's yeah. up. Just like so sister's feeling. Like, yeah. No, I think I'm going to hang out here instead. And then Andy shows up. So it's like Andy, Andy shows up with my second favorite character in this movie. The janitor. The guy who's got the sweetest fucking job, man. If, if I had a fucking job, I could walk around in my pajamas with my fucking dog and get paid gig. for it. 
Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. yeah. At first, I thought that that was like, mm-hmm. the, because they didn't tell you he was the janitor immediately. Mm-hmm. So at first, like, I'm like, who the fuck is, is they find a bum or something? What's going on yeah, here? Yeah, he, no, he's not even really a janitor. He's like a night watchman, right? He's like the, right, like, like yeah. a caretaker. He's, he's, I don't know, he's supposed to make sure the kids don't go in there and fuck and spray paint all over the goddamn movies, he's right? He's the overnight watch guy. Yeah. Right. But he gets to yeah. work in his pajamas. And he's got a great dog. Yeah, you know? a very weird dog to have as a guard dog, by the way. What the what, yeah. what kind of dog was that? Like a fucking, I don't want to say, Airedale? I have no idea, Tim. You could have told me it was a fucking Labradoodle, and I would have been like, yeah, probably. Could I don't be know. like a Labradoodle thing there. I don't know. So so he's trying to tell, the he tells Andy, like, look, go get the cops, right? Or go get an ambulance. Mm. So she's, she's like, all right, fine. I'm going to go get an ambulance or whatever. Andy and what's is. great, too, is because... Until her boyfriend and the security guard come around, he just got to look at him and says, now I got to kill two of these bitches. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But mm-hmm. now he's like, ah, shit. Now what Too many people. Do? What am I going to yep. do? Now we're fucked. So they uh, call the cops, get the cops out there, right? So now we have this great back and forth where you've got the people who were filming the snuff film, mm-hmm. right? the Americans and the police who only speak Russian. So they're sitting there watching these guys explain to the police what's going on. And they're like, what the fuck? I don't know. They're giggling and they're laughing and all that. stuff. It's, it's such a great scene again, because just imagine being in a situation like that. And yeah, you're sitting there in a room with all that shit that just happened. Mm -hmm. And you don't know what the fuck they're talking about. You don't know what the hell is going on. No, no idea. You're freaked mm. the fuck out. You just watched somebody die and you almost got killed. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden everybody's trying to be all buddy buddy. No problem. So they take him down to the station, like, all right, we're gonna talk about this shit. They have the little conversation with the cops, and then the cops are like, All right, well guess what? We need to see the fucking film. Right? That'll settle all mm-hmm. of it. I can tell everything yeah, that's going everything's on. Everything's being here. explained with the fake knife and the blood, and they say that uh, well, they were. Oh, did we get to the point yet? Not, the, not yet. We're okay, on that right, right okay. now yeah. because as the dude's about to go open up the film canister, <laughs> Karen Lady's like, "No, no, 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 no! Hold mm-hmm. on, fucker! You open that and expose it to light, you're going to destroy the film." That's right. Yes. So that's clever. A little film tent. Yes, I remember yep. that from so being she's at like, the no, 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 no. We're going to put this in this little film tent. We'll figure that out. And then, yeah, the killer dude sneaks away, and you see him fucking around somewhere. He grabs something, rushes up on the director dude, this this Andy guy, and just stabs the shit out of him. Just in the he's freaking out. Just, oh, oh, oh. The fucking cops are fucking fumbling mind. their guns. He almost yeah, dropped the, the guns on the like, goddamn floor. The what do we do here, you know? And this blood spraying up from this dude, freaking out. Then they stop for a second, and the guy's like, yeah, see, it's a fake knife. Mm-hmm. the little mm-hmm. thing and shows him. And the director guy's like, he's like, yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Then mute girl, really smart. She's like, I'm going to go check out how much of my fake blood's left. Mm-hmm. Right? Because if, if what they're saying is true and it was fake... And they were just because their excuse was we didn't trust how she was doing the blood. So we wanted to test it and figure out how to do it. The blood wasn't looking good. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, okay, well, if you fuckers did that, then a bunch of my blood's just going to be missing. Right. Because I saw the woman get fucking stabbed to death and there was blood fucking everywhere. She keeps having flashbacks of the blood all over the walls and shit. So 
She goes over, opens up her little kit, pulls out the thing of fake blood, and it's damn near empty. Flush. Yeah. <laughs> so it's damn near fucking empty now. So she's like, "Shit. Okay. Well, I guess that's a uh, that's a good point, man." She's okay. Well, uh, okay. How about the elevator shaft? Right. We'll go check out the elevator mm-hmm. shaft because there's probably dead people at the bottom of it. So let's go take a look there. At cops least three like or four that. bags of uh, dead people down there. Yeah. Yeah. Cops like that. Great. That's a great fucking idea. We could get you know could get down there, sniff around, see what's going on. No problem. They get down there. They're digging around. There's nothing. Not a fucking thing. Then they finally. They're like the. She's like, no, there was more bags. There's more. She's uh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There were more yeah, bags. Yeah, because they keep it's... upping up. They keep up in the level, right? Because yeah. all they got to do right there is say, no, this is it. What are you talking about? And they go, no, she's right. There are more bags. Let me show and you then, where they are. And then the scene where they're they're all like, yeah, here's the bloody cloths and shit down here. And the cop, he tells them like, well, the the fake blood's made with sugars because the actors got to put it in their mouth and everything. Mm-hmm. So he's like, why don't you taste that sheet? See at the bottom of the well, and I love the cop. The look on this this dude deserves an Oscar for this performance because he's looking at his hands and he's like, "All right, man." And just the smallest little, like teeniest taste. Like if you've ever seen Norm Macdonald in Dirty Work, when they're eating, they got hired to be test subjects and they're eating these brownies and the guy's all like, yeah, you could get terrible hives and shit. And Norm McDonald takes the tiniest little crumb off of it and barely touches it to his tongue. It's like that. And the guy tastes it and he's like, yeah, sweet sugar, you know, <laughs> they're like, well, I don't get paid enough for this shit for real. So then Karen's like, well, uh, oh, yeah, they could have uh, they could have known we were coming and then dumped a bunch of sheets with the fake blood on it and thrown it down here. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, there were there were extra bags. Let's go look for the extra bags. And the guy working there is like, hey, of course there were extra bags, man. No problem. We took them out to the dumpster. Let's go take a look outside. We have nothing to hide. Nothing to hide. Yeah. So they head outside. They get the go to the dumpster, pull the trash bag out, and it's the one that was next to her, the one she saw the head in. So you're like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, you know, That's game's it. Up. Is up. Rip it open. Just trash and the mask that she was looking for. Hmm. And I like the Andy, the director guy. Hey, I need that. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, we're going to need that. (laughs) Not like, hey, are you okay? You had a rough day. Maybe we should fly you back to America or something because. Yeah, again, to show you what kind of dickhead Andy is, is when they're saying that, oh, we didn't think that the blood she was doing looked real enough. So we wanted to try it out to see what it would look like. And mm-hmm. we, we were trying to get. And he's like, I would have given you a shot to try it. Yeah. Just that every chance he gets if he's a dick or an asshole. Yeah. Or just stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Typical so, American guy. Then cut to her, Andy, and Karen in the car. Andy and Karen in the front seat of the car talking about her in front of her literally like, in front of her yeah yeah just like she's i guess maybe she's uh, got a lot of stress you know she's been working on this and and uh I, I don't know what we're gonna do maybe she could use some help or something i don't know oh yeah sorry we're talking about you in front of you <laughs> like you're a child we understand you're just a mute you're not a child but you know we're stupid so we might get that miss 45 problem everybody treats her like a kid yeah 
She really does. So She kind of looks like Miss 45 a little bit, too. You think so? A little bit. Mm-hmm. Give her that lipstick. Dress her up yeah, like a nun. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, I could see it, maybe. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Have some hamburger coming out of her uh, bathtub? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, you know what, if we, if there was like a Russian Miss 45, then then yeah, I get you. <laughs> We're right. Miss AK-47. Miss, yeah, Miss uh, SKS is what it would be. So, uh, fucking, they're talking right in front of her. It could cut to the janitor guy now. Him and his faithful dog, right? They're just walking through the, the warehouse, doo-doo-doo, seeing what's up. Goes down to the furnace, finds a fucking human skull burning in the furnace, right? So he's like, oh, shit, slips on, like, some blood or crud mm-hmm. or something on the ground, falls. Another great direction in this thing, how, how we get the reveal when he drops a flashlight yes, and it spins and around. spins around. Ends up pointing on some shoes. You see the shoes? It's the fucking killer. Look up. Picks up a fucking knife. Stabs his ass. And as he's stabbing him, smash cut to a restaurant. Because dude burnt the chili at home. And he's cutting into, I think, a steak. And then I got to ask. This you, is did a disgusting he... looking steak. The way he's cutting. I don't know. Is there something wrong with the meat? Is Just the way he's no cutting idea. into it. It's just like he's fucking just ripping it's... it apart instead of cutting it. Well, I don't know if it's steak or what, because it just looks like big hunks of meat. Yeah. And he's putting, I think, ketchup on Oh, my God. Okay. First of all, I know, Eddie, you're definitely more of a foodie than I am, but if you are absolutely a fucking child and have to have ketchup and steak, yeah. don't you dip the steak into the ketchup instead of pouring the steak, all, pouring the ketchup all over the steak? Yeah, I mean, if you're going to be a child, right? Or let's say, let's say you're not even that big of a child. Let's say you've got some A one, right? Then at least uh, yeah, there's still, some tanginess to it. Yeah, it's still you dip it, right? And I get it if you're at like a Denny's, you know what I mean? And you're like, look, yeah, I got to fucking cover eat something. Yeah, that's right. I need some kind sucks. of protein. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you just order a bunch of eggs or bacon or sausage or so. Don't fuck around with their steak. But if you have to do it, I, I get it then. Again, A1. And you're right. On the side, little little dip, mm-hmm. little taste. If you need more, put a little Whatever. bit more on the side of the plate. That's it. Yeah. You don't. That's like the psychos that dump their ketchup straight on their fries. So you got a big plate of fries with a shitload of ketchup just The only way it. that you could possibly do that is if you have one of those ketchup dispensers that lets out like the real skinny stream. Yeah. yeah. And you just do like a quick back and forth, back and forth. Like you're doing like a strudel. Again, though. But it, yes. Yeah, right. Nice little swizzle <laughs> on it. But again, though, like any condiment you've got at home in a jar, you flip it over, you go to squeeze it, you're getting the, the condiment pre-com first. So you mm. get like a half a cup of fucking liquidy watery mustard the mustard one is the worst the mustard's a nightmare dude. yes i always have to like like hit it in the sink real quick or mm-hmm. something where does that liquid come from because it keeps making more exactly yes and i just saw something on the internet today and i guess it's true because i saw it on the internet that it's only been about like maybe 15 to 20 years that they decided to start putting ketchup in the upside down bottle yeah, that, yeah, that that's green catch, green catch. I think green ketchup was invented in 1993, and 1994 is when they first came out with the upside down bottles of ketchup and mustard. 
Oh yeah, they had the stupid easy squirt. The because uh, there was like a purple ketchup, a green ketchup. There was all sorts <sighs> of dumb shit. But just incredible. But how simple a fucking idea, and nobody thought about it for over a hundred fucking years. It's just with all the people having to shake the fucking bottle up, getting that goddamn shit all fucking stuck on it, yep. and just turn the bottle upside down. All these years, Tim, mm. you could have invented that, buddy. You would have been a billionaire. Uh... <laughs> what did your grandfather do? <laughs> uh, I don't work today because he invented the upside down ketchup bottle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always love those stories when it's somebody like, uh, like what's his name from the monkeys that uh, invented the Rolling Stones lips logo. Was that it? I thought it was paper. Uh, oh, that's right. Or something he, yeah, like he that, did, right? Um, yeah, he did uh, uh, White Out. Oh, God. Jesus fucking Christ. Can you imagine mm-hmm. that? I once worked with a lady who didn't have to work because her grandfather did something where he's like got a patent on ATM machines. And this was like before there were ATM machines everywhere. Yeah. And it's just like now she must be fucking even loaded, more loaded. Yeah. That's like patenting just solid red soles on shoes. <laughs> so, hey look uh was it uh there's some company that fucking patented a, pl- a plaid color right oh yeah yeah uh what do you call it was bennington burberry it, Ben-? Burber- it might be burberry yeah that sounds yeah, yeah burberry's burberry. got the, the plaid thing yeah so yeah they patented a specific plaid it's fashion, man. That's a different world. We're not, we're not yeah. into that world. We don't know, right? No, no, we're not. But what's if funny you is you can't... If you have any fashionistas, listen, tell us if it's... Uh... Yeah, yeah. If uh, the Remind us. Let us know if, if it, it is Burberry that patented that plaid. And if so, can you get me one of their scarves? I have one of those scarves. Oh, you do? Have or had? Have I have? It's a nice scarf, but I don't like using it because I don't want to get it dirty, wet, or I don't want to have a possibility of taking it off because it's too warm and losing a fucking that expensive of a scarf. They fuck scarf like that is ridiculous. I I got it as a gift, so I would never spend money on that. But holy shit! I just yeah. looked up what that yeah, scarf yeah. costs. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, it's at least a nickel. For mm-hmm. the listeners, a Burberry scarf. Mm-hmm. It's cashmere, so that's pretty yes. cool. Yes, it's still warm. still woven in traditional fashion. That is five hundred and ninety dollars. Mm-hmm. I also have a Burberry leather coat that my wife bought for me. Now going on maybe over a decade, and it still fucking looks beautiful, and it's still incredible. For a scarf, yep, mm-hmm. five hundred and ninety dollars. I know God the coat was—I uh, know the coat was expensive, but I've literally—I've had it for almost a decade, and yeah, it still yeah. looks good. Everything like that—it's fucking great. It's a warm coat, but yeah, a scarf—I don't care how warm yeah. a scarf is—I'll put two fifty-dollar scarfs on my neck if I need to be that kind of yeah. warm. No coats, coats. I get spending some money on because you get a good one; it'll last you for fucking ever, you know. And I'm not going to forget that in the back of a taxi. Right, it's like jeans. If you if you buy a good pair of jeans, dude, they'll last you for fucking ever. Mm-hmm. Don't don't go cheap on that shit. Don't go washing them too often too. Like every three That's months. That's true. Yep, yep. Don't need to wash them that often. You just mm-hmm. beat them against the rock, Tim. Whenever so, you do your underwear, that's when you wash them. Yes. Yep. So we go back <laughs> to the warehouse. 
where uh, one of the uh, people who's involved in purchasing the snuff film shows up. He tells the the director (laughs) of the, the snuff film, he's like, look, dude, you're not getting paid for this shit. No because... problem. You said everything was supposed to go nice and smooth. It didn't go oh, nice yeah, and smooth. Yeah. No money. Except no for the witness. Witnesses, live witnesses, no money. Yep. So uh, he says, oh, so you're telling me that. And he's like, yeah, stupid. You get mm-hmm. the hint. You're not getting paid as long as she's alive. It's your only hope. So, so you should fix it. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so you need to fix the problem, let's just say. Mm. So we find out that Andy's father is some high up muckety muck that has a connection with the American embassy in Russia. So uh, they're like, listen, we got Why don't we call the American embassy? Oh, they're closed because it's the weekend. And he's like, no, no, no. I have an in. We'll call the American embassy and, uh, uh, you know, get get in touch with them so they can help us out. Because clearly this shit's suspicious. Right. So we cut. She knows what she's she knows what she sees. Right. Yeah, she's not stupid. She's just dumb, right? <laughs> she's a mute, right? So, do they still call that dumb being mute? I can guarantee you they don't. Hmm. So they're gonna have to update Pinball Wizard, right? Uh, yeah. Like well, I mean, you can have AI boy. do it now, right? That's true. You could have AI do it. That is a good point. <gasps> oh, Eddie, let's. Oh my God. Hmm. Get ready, to, get ready to bleep this out because I got a million dollar record I, record label okay, idea. Okay, what is it? We just AI all the songs that might anybody might have any problems with it. AI all the like, songs. Like, let's say your name is okay. I don't know. Let's say uh, let's say your name is Amy, and you don't like that song. Amy, what you going to do? Have it changed where it's somebody else's name? Uh, just yeah, deaf, dumb, and blind boy. Change that around now. I like the idea. Uh-huh. There's a Think song. Think of all the woke songs that won't be woke anymore. The fucking people in the South can listen to Rage Against the Machine now. Because now you do what they told you. You vote by mail. So, Tim, <laughs> we could take Patti Smith's famous song, mm-hmm. Rock and Roll, and I'll let you fill in the last word. Uh, I don't have to fill in the last word, but yes, we could change it around to where we could it could be it. on YouTube. To where it could be on YouTube. Oh my God. I wonder if that song is on YouTube and if so, if it's censored. I bet you they misspell it the way that they should have spelled it in Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> <laughs> That's so what AI change. is going to get you, you see? Yeah, they're going to change the last word to digger <laughs> Okay, okay You know, I dig rock and roll So I, mm-hmm. I, I could I could do one of them, right? <laughs> so anyhow, okay So they get in touch with this dude Who's fucking ex-KGB Right? The cop And he is fucking serious this dude Lars. yeah he's he's looking for uh the reaper he's looking to bring down this whole russian snuff film industry mm-hmm. yeah because he's like listen what's going on is there's a gang in russia there's this guy the reaper regardless of what you've heard in the song you should fear him mm-hmm. we we want to bust him because they're taking immigrants and they are telling them they're filming a porno but in reality they're making snuff films now that woman that you saw, her boyfriend apparently had a diskette with a bunch of blackmail 
on the Reaper, right? Is that what it is? Yes. Okay, that's the here. Here we go with the. the all right, so this is the weakest part of the movie. This. This thing. is the part of the movie you can just ignore because. Mm-hmm. My question was, okay, if your boyfriend has information that could lead to taking out this guy, the Reaper, why are you filming a porno in an abandoned warehouse with his known associates? Uh, Yeah, because in the beginning, she's it looks like she's aware that they're making a porno movie until the turn mm-hmm. comes where he starts really smacking her and then stabbing yeah. her. So yeah, it's she's not even like they kidnapped then. her and like, you know, now, right. you know, he, tell us where it is or we're going to put you in the movie. And we're going to kill you for real. Right. All they had to do and what I, all this time I said, what I just kept assuming what it was, is I thought it was either the director guy or the actor guy had, some, they were the ones who had it. And that's why the coat was on the rack. When she knocks it over, it goes underneath the fucking thing. Yeah, and it was in her purse because of her hmm. boyfriend had the disc with all the blackmail right. material. Uh, well, they had to—they had to have a reason for the disc to be there, and they had to have a reason for the people to kill her. I guess, even though they were going to do it anyway because they were filming snuff porn. Yeah, all it has to do is just be the bookkeeping for the snuff porn. That's it. You know. Yeah. Or just evidence that the snuffs for porn's being filmed. It could just be a. Or security camera of security the guy pulling footage. up and getting, you know, the, finally we got a picture of the Reaper. Yeah. All this time, we, we've only had a name. We never knew who he was. Now we have a picture of him. We got a license plate number and all this other stuff. And even if it's not something that's really going to come back to him, he's he's obviously the guy who's going to like kill all the fucking witnesses anyway, right? So yeah. any little bit of evidence. It doesn't have to be something super fucking strong. They were, yeah, that's right. Because later on, they said that he's blackmailing. Mm-hmm. So that, that uh, okay. part of the story is a little weak. Yeah, whatever. All right, whatever. Just, just ignore See, that. See, the movie's part. so good. After watching it multiple times, I just like. You still don't know what the story right over is. That. I just brushed right <laughs> over that. But no, I, I use the AI part of my brain. Like, I, I can make that better. You can just fill in the gaps yeah. on your own. There you go. Yeah. No, that's I just that's Patty fine. Smith it. Yeah. <laughs> just Patty Smith it. Exactly, Tim. <laughs> so, okay. They're, so they're all like, all right, so we're going to watch this video. We're going to have a fun little screening, you know, KGB guy, all the cops, so that they can figure out exactly what's going on. So while they're getting all set up, we cut to Billy. Billy has a speaking spell hooked up to her phone, apparently. Mm-hmm. Now, I looked up what this bit of hardware was that she was using, Tim. Oh, I know. It's, but- it's a real thing, right? It's a real thing. Yeah, it was called a DAC-1, I believe. Okay. And I, I actually found the software for it. No, it's called a DEC, DEC Talk DTC-1. Mm-hmm. And I found on the internet where somebody's got the software for it. So if you want to, you, Tim, could talk like Billy. Well, first of all, can you use it on a cell phone? No. I know that's right? where we would need it. We need it for a burner phone, right? Because hmm. well, we're gonna be we're gonna that be looks like a landline. Yeah, we're gonna be making some threatening calls. Let's just say, <laughs> yeah, because she takes because she takes the little uh, receiver off of the phone and then puts it down, clips it onto a little speaker thing, and then all she has to do is type on a computer and it'll repeat whatever she. Or and she's got a couple of like pre-filled in things that she can click yeah. on. And she's like, got that cool little thing where she fucking like just flicks the finger in and the fucking little trackball comes out on the side of the computer. Oh, yeah, too, yeah right? that was neat, man. Yeah. I like that. Back so, then, nineteen ninety-five, that was fucking cutting edge. Yeah. 
So she she uh, uses the speaking spell because she gets a phone call. So she plugs it in, answers the phone, and there's nobody on the phone. But we zoom out and we can mm-hmm. see somebody is peeking in the window across the feet. way. So if you want to see this actress's feet, this is the part of the movie where you can see that you creeps. So yeah, I never got the foot fetish thing. I I don't know if that's your thing. Good for you. Okay, we all have a fetishes, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that... you don't want to see ugly feet, but other than that, right? I mean, Tim, are you kicking her out of the bed if she's got webbed toes? No, she's going to jerk you off with them. Well, you already, I've already told my web, my girl with the webbed toe <laughs> story, so you know I'm not going to kick her out of bed. But just imagine like 10 hammer toes, ingrown toenails, shit like that, yeah. right? I'd tell her, stop, it ain't hammer time. You got to leave. <laughs> she got that crusted dead skin all on oh, a fucking heel. Yeah. She rubs her feet together, so it looks like it's snowing, right? Yeah, that's so rough. Other than that, I don't care. Get the cheese grater on that motherfucker mm-hmm. and make a little Parmesan for you. Pop <laughs> off your bolognese real quick, Tim. Extra, I guess it's just, funk. I don't know, whatever it is that, uh, whatever age it is, that whenever you just see something, you're like, that's my thing. I, I wonder guess if enough people have done it with feet. Usually fetishes stem from some sort of like trauma. So it's got to be like somebody kicked them or uh, you know, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe they saw like a shoe, a nice woman walking down the street with a shoe and had red sole on it. And they're like, that's mm. it. That's my thing yeah. from now on. I'm going to patent that from now on. <laughs> <laughs> so then we, we go back to them with their little screening party, right? And ex-KGB, they ask him, they're like, you've never seen a snuff film before, have you? Mm-hmm. And th- oh, yes, this, I have, yeah. He, he gives the fucking shark speech about <sighs> the die eyes like a doll. <laughs> fucking, he just, the camera zooms in on his eyes, right? So, so he's like, yeah, man, I've fucking seen a snuff film. Let me tell y'all about it. <laughs> it was about three years ago. There was this woman. And she didn't have any arms. She didn't have any legs. <laughs> she was just tied up to a tree. Just a trunk on a trunk. And it was just some stump on stump action, mm. I guess. <laughs> and again, the movie's so good. Everybody in this movie is so, so good because good. even the two cops who were with mm-hmm. the, the answering offices, the ones on the scene who are now reporting to what's going on, they're sitting there and they're getting ready to watch it and they have a look on their face like, we're not ready for what we're going to see. I don't no, know if they look like, like they're, yeah, they're oh, freaked fuck. out. Yeah, we're going to look they're in the like, abyss. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I've just, I've got to, I've got to point out because the actor who plays him, Larson, mm-hmm. first of all, the lead in this has a funny name to me, which is Marina Zadina because it rhymes, right? Marina Zadina. This guy that plays Larson to me, Okay, he's a Russian actor, right? Yeah. His first name is Oleg. Fine. That's like John in Russia. That's John, yeah. Right? His last name, Tim, Yankovsky. <laughs> <laughs> he maybe he has a leg fetish. He wants you to yank off his legs. Oleg. I, I'd look, dude. I don't know about that, but I know that when Billy was taking the bath, I had a little fucking Yankovsky. Yeah, it's all the way through, halfway through this movie. The movie's almost done before we get to see any kind of nudity in it, really. From, from her, her yeah. yeah. I mean, because you see and the it's first like it's, it's funny nudity. It is funny nudity, yeah. 
Uh, well, too, because you, you get her getting out of the bathtub and you mm-hmm. get her top down on, on some titty balls and a little bush action. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, when she's getting dressed in Yankovsky's car. Right. No, when she's trying to get the attention of the guy across the street. Oh, so that's the third time then. Yeah, that's a funny time. Yeah. No, the, the, in the car was funny too because the guy's trying to drive and he's like, what the fuck? And he's looking <laughs> over and he just sees a pussy and he's like, wow, that's something. <laughs> I have to rewatch it. I missed that part. That's the other thing, Tim. Mm-hmm. I'm finding that because I go on Twitter, the amount of pussies that I see in a day has no, just the gone fuck up is exponentially. Up with this shit, it's crazy, man. <laughs> Somebody fucking posted a thing about look at this beautiful little kitten and its mother, and then like three fucking scrolls down on the yeah. replies is here's my only fan page. Look at my pussy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you like that kitten? Take a look at me yeah. getting fucked in by a dragon. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Elon. You really uh, cleaned it's, up Twitter. Got rid of all those spots. Because the other thing I, tr- I heard about Twitter is that during the Super Bowl, 76% of the traffic was bots. Was bots. Yep. Of course. A fucking that's course. That, dude, that's, that can't be fucking legal. That he knows that there's fucking bots on it. So I'm paying advertisement to be on fucking Twitter. And all the shit that's coming to my fucking website is yeah. just bots hitting my fucking website. I mean, it's certainly fraud to the people. Like, if you're saying, listen, if you advertise on our site, I can guarantee you X number of impressions per hour or Mm -hmm. something. They're certainly full of shit there. But what's funny is, like, I've seen a bunch of people posting about how they're like, oh, I lost 20 followers because of bots. Or I lost 100 followers overnight because of bots. Yeah, guess what? You're supposed to. Yeah, because they're not real. But but I check mine. My follower count's going up. (laughs) <laughs> so either I think I'm getting shadow banned because I oh, put yeah, out you... some great funny tweets and I don't know they're just not getting the engagements that I feel like they should. I think you're shadow banned, mm. not and me. Also, the guy who the other thing too is uh, you know that somebody got uh, looked like uh, Liam Nissan got kicked off of Twitter because he caught uh, Elon's pup- sock puppet account. Ah. And that sock puppet account was on a Twitter talk with Alex Jones and some guy who's, I think, a Holocaust denier or something like that. Mm. And they were like, this is Fun. Elon. This is Elon. No, it's not Elon. I guarantee you it's not. Uh, that's not me. And like, you sound just like him. And it was that guy's fucking account. And when you look at the account, all Hilarious. the guy does, the sock puppet does, everything is just how great Elon Musk is and how great Tesla is and Bitcoin. Mm. You. You can tell it's a sock puppet account if he tries to defend that fucking screenshot Elon Musk put up of his Elden Ring characters build. That was the shittiest fucking Elden Ring character build I've ever fucking seen. If he's defending that, you know it's a sock puppet. <sighs> just piece of shit. The richest, just, one of the richest people in the world and just a little asshole teenager. You'll never be able to have enough money for people to like him, Tim. And that, oh, no, no. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Him that, and Zuckerberg, yeah. That sorely is the one thing that he wants, though, is he wants people to like him. Oh, I think he wants people to think he's funny. Well, that too. Yeah, that's, that's a tough thing. one. Yeah, well, if you're funny, people are going to like you, yes. Yeah, and if you're not funny, like, I don't you know what to tell you. Yeah. yeah, you just get a podcast. That's a good point. <laughs> you don't have to, you don't have to play Twitter, making, man. Come on. Keep making dick jokes, and eventually you'll get there, Elon. So, so fucking, Okay. They start watching this video, and it's just the goddamn shitty woman dying from the beginning, just flailing around, you know, and they're just kind of giggling about it, and 
they call they call the director guy up right the andy guy and he's like uh-huh uh-huh oh okay well that's great to hear bye click and he hangs it up and they're like well what was it you know and andy guy's like oh don't worry about it he said it wasn't very real at all he said it was the <sighs> biggest piece of shit he's ever fucking seen in his life so we're great right <laughs> Talking and about his own it movie. Keeps, yeah, it keeps the whole I thing love going, it. right? Yeah, because it does. Yeah, yeah I love it's it. It's a Three's Company moment almost. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> I think I still have to say that maybe the funniest smash cut joke I've ever seen in a movie was from Billy Madison of all movies, Tim. Okay. And it's when Billy Madison and Eric are talking to Billy's father. And they make the deal about how he's got to go back through school, right? And then if he can go through school and graduate next number of days, he'll inherit his father's company or whatever. I barely remember the plot to the movie, yeah. So they have this discussion, and at the end of it, Adam Sandler does his weird (laughs) shit that he does, because that's (sighs) hilarious, right? And his dad's like, get the hell out of here, Billy, right? And tells him to leave. Then you just have this man look at the camera and he says, Billy, when are you going to find whatever it is that you're looking for? And then we smash cut to dog shit on the ground. And Adam Sandler saying, here's a nice piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Might be the funniest Uh, smash cut I've ever seen in cinema history. This is up there, though. I can't remember which one it was, but I know like the first like maybe three or four Adam Sandler movies I saw when they came out and then never seen any of them again and just have no desire whatsoever. Just oh, Tim. Come on. Billy Opera Madison. Man, all that. Oh, that's, yeah. The fucking Bayou fucking kid. Uh, what was it? What, Waterboy. Waterboy. Yeah. 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 No, I, stupid, I'll, I'll give you that. Movies. Like that... Opera Man, stupid. Waterboy, not that great. But Billy Madison is fucking hilarious is that the one with golf no that's happy gilmore oh okay that one's also funny that, that, right, that's a happy gilmore i'll give the yeah. give him that that's a good movie but yeah after that those two are a one-two punch but mm. yeah after that it kind of just slid downhill it's to, hard to be funny for a long time till we got to him and drag as his own twin and then you're like yep that's it we're done. Is that the one where they got Al Pacino to embarrass himself? Was Jack he and that? Jill. Yeah, yeah. He was in it. Yeah. yeah. I never wow. saw it, so I never God. saw it, but I know that Al Pacino was in it. I was just like, my God, how many times has he been divorced? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, what wife is that buying a beaver for yeah. right now? That's all I got. <laughs> I bet she had a great ass. <laughs> So, uh, okay. Tells him, yeah, his film's the biggest piece of shit they ever saw. Great. Now, great. And just even the scene with Billy in the tub, the way they cut it is fucking fantastic. Because it's her laying back in the tub trying to relax. Mm -hmm. And the dripping of the water coming out of the faucet is reminding her of the drops of blood from the murder. So every time you see her just laying there chill, you hear a drop and you see Mm -hmm. a slow-mo camera of the drop and it flashes back to that for her just rhythmically and repeatedly. It's fucking great. It's a great scene, right? And it gets better. Well, 
It does get better when she gets out of the tub. But well, no, because don't we have the part where she's uh, having the dream and she sees mm-hmm. the lady in the window? So the lady in the window, I gotta ask about. Mm-hmm. Now, is this supposed to be the ghost of the woman that died in the snuff film, or is this I just a Russian the, witch? I think no. I just think it's just her having like that flashback and just mixing it, mixing things together, and just seeing her face there because that's the, yeah. the woman from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in and the I window. Think the hair is well. I think the window is what's distorting the color of a hair and a face more than normal. Oh, uh, okay, that makes sense. Because yeah, she pops up and freaks the fuck out, right? Yeah, climbs climbs out of the fucking tub, right? And uh, she she uh, gets you know gets gets interrupted by a phone call. She's like, oh shit, you know, runs over there, picks up the phone, puts it on the speak and spell, and it's uh, it's Karen. Karen's like, yeah, hey, sister. listen. Yeah, it's the sister Karen. Karen's like, "Hey, listen, everything's fine. They, uh, they, they, uh, they saw the tape. There's no evidence of a murder on the tape. It was all fake. Everything's they don't cool. Know don't what the cops saw? They just yeah. know the cops said it was the fakest shit they've ever seen in their life. <laughs> so it's okay, Billy. Don't worry about it. Just go back to bed or whatever. You're fine. So she's like, "Oh, that's a relief." All of a sudden, the doorbell rings. She's and uh, the the sister's like. It's one in the morning. Yeah, he's Don't where she might that. be dumb, and not just because of like an out outdated term. It's one thirty in the morning in fucking Russia, a foreign fucking country. I don't care what the fuck country it is; it could mm-hmm. be the safest country in the world. One thirty in the fucking morning. You're not just gonna open up your fucking door. Mm-hmm. You ring my doorbell at one a.m. You're either getting shot or fucked. You mm-hmm. pick. And it's Russia, so you can just throw them out the window. That's right. <laughs> Apparently, you can just kill people in your house in Russia, and the only thing that'll happen is you might kiss off the downstairs neighbor. Mm. So this movie goes from her chilling in the bathtub, having a little PTSD, getting reassured on the phone, ah, it's cool, everything's fine, to this dumb, stupid broad. I'm going to call her stupid for this moment. But the rest of the movie, she's fine. Yeah. In this instance, she's being stupid. This is why. No, she... no, this is why. Because she's. it's the end of this day. She's frazzled, right? This is. She's working on her last nerve. She just had a nice bath, and all of a sudden she sees this freaky-ass thing. So she's, she's not thinking clearly. Okay, we'll give you that. Yeah, it's one thirty in the fucking morning. You don't open your door. Plus, she might be a little, uh, a little messed up from falling in all the film canisters. Yeah, that's true. Maybe she's concussed. Yeah, maybe little, little. uh, You know, the noggin might be a little Chris Mm -hmm. Benoit. We like to call it. I'd have a little bit of Benoit. I don't think anybody likes to call it. (laughs) He gave balls a bad name. Yeah. He gave the Bowflex a bad name, and that was a fucking just solid piece of equipment until he hung himself on it. So, okay, opens up the door, fucking killer guy wedges his boot in because it's got the dumb chain lock, right? <sighs> Stupid and chains. Then this dude has bolt cutters. And he starts wedging him in the door to snap it. So she's panicking. She's like, oh, my God, this guy's trying to get into my room and kill me. What am I going to do? Oh, I know. That log lady from uh, Twin Peaks, she was in here. <laughs> so I'll just pick up the log that I have mm-hmm. next to my fucking front door for reasons. Tim? I don't think there's do you... a fireplace in the apartment. No. Do you have a door log, Tim? I don't have a door log, no. 
You should have one though, just for cases like this. Yeah. I also don't have a chain on my door because I know how useless it is. And it's just we have a false sense of security. I take that back. At work, we have a log by the the door, but it's a log but where you have guests to log in. Yeah. sign in. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> it's not a wooden <laughs> log. Which this this mute woman picks Maybe up. Maybe she was supposed to hit him with a big book, and it just got lost in translation with the Russian set designer. Yeah, she was going <laughs> to smack him with some Tolstoy or something, yeah. <laughs> and he just left him. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like Dostoevsky's books, there were like seven, eight hundred pages easily. Jesus easily. Christ, yeah. Because, you know, in Russia, yeah. Although I would take of... Finnegan's Wake any day in a book fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Well, Finnegan's we, Wake versus War and Peace? Finnegan's in a Wake. To whom, who gets out of the cage? Yeah. Finnegan's Wake versus War and Peace. Winner takes on the Iliad and the Odyssey. Hmm. So that'd be, I think that'd be a good fight, but I don't know who'd win. It's all Greek to me. So she pounds on oh this fucking God. dude's goddamn foot and just fucks his foot up pretty good. It's great. So then you people know, pulls his... always go for the fucking foot. People mm-hmm. don't protect their feet in fights, and that nope. shit hurts. You get hit with the fucking door log on your fucking foot. There goes your arch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My wife would be safe, though. She has flat feet, so there's no arch there anyway. Well, she never has to worry about getting drafted into the Army. Yeah, that's true. Plus, she's got a vagina, so I think she'll be safe. <laughs> Tim. I don't think okay. they do that yet. Uh, yeah, Although that's they true. could, you know, equality and what have you, whatever. And anybody who wants to serve their country, they should. No, but I think no the draft. problem is that uh, recruitment is down all across the board because the economy <laughs> is better than normal. So, like, when young people actually have choices, they don't yeah. choose to go into the Army. <laughs> Did I ever tell you my Army recruiter story? No, do tell. This is one of they my favorite get stories. They did. They did. I, uh, so I was living in Northern California in a little town called Chico. Yeah, it's a great place. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's more central northern, not really northern northern. Anyhow... I just went in for a job interview at a, um, it was like an, what was that place? I don't even remember. Anyhow, I go in for a job interview. So I was dressed up for a job interview, you know, and back then I used to smoke cigarettes. So I go, I have my job interview. I walked out of the building, walked around the corner because don't do it in front of the building you interviewed at. Go somewhere else so they don't see Mm -hmm. you hanging out because then you look like a creep, right? So I went around the corner. I had a cigarette, and I was going to go uh, uh, meet some buddies of mine down the street at a. Uh, there's a cool bar down there. We we're going to uh, finish you don't up the job. See, yeah, the, the, let them see you smoking a cigarette and going into a bar right after you got interviewed. <laughs> yeah, good idea. Yeah. So good I'm having this cigarette, and this fucking dude walks out of a uh, army recruitment place, and he lights up a cigarette, and he's sitting there trying to have a conversation. <sighs> Because he's got a captive audience now. And he's mm-hmm. like, so... And you got uh, something what? in common. You're both smoking cigarettes. Yeah. He's like, so, what you doing today? And I'm like, I ah, just came back from a job interview, you know? He's like, really? What kind of job? And I was like, oh, IT. I work in IT. I'm a computer guy. And he's like, oh, that's great. He says, did you know the Army has over 4 million IT jobs right now? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's that's great, buddy. I'm just having my cigarette. Can you, you know... Not that sounds like an inflated number. Four million IT jobs. Whatever in the, the army? number is, they're yeah. full of shit. I know, they don't. I know. Are you kidding? The the military, you're going to get on their ass about fucking inflating numbers artificially? 
Well, yeah, that's true. Plus, we all know famously when you join the army, you can tell them exactly what job you want to do and where you want to go, yes. right? So you're that's definitely going to be working just, IT. Yeah. In in the recruitment forms, and when they have like, if do you have any other information for us? Just put like, I don't want to get in any fights. I'm afraid mm-hmm. of dying. Could you keep me away from anybody with guns? And I want a job testing pussy. Yeah, sign Private Benjamin. Sign Private Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Jeff Robbie knows that. <laughs> So signed Private Ryan. Mm. Then they have to save you, Tim. So, no. So he says, you know, oh, we have four million tech jobs in the army. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then he says to me, he says, not only that, but if you sign up, the military will pay for you to go to college. They paid for me to go to college. And I said, and this is what you're doing with that college education? Mm -hmm. You're a recruiter? And then he's like, yeah, never mind. It's not going to work. Oh, you're too smart. Yeah. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Nobody's ever thought that that far ahead. (laughs) Mm. Because I'm like, really? This is what you're doing with your college? Uh, You're out here begging me to sign a piece of paper? Yeah, you would think that if the Army's going to pay for you. First of all, they don't pay for you to go to college while you're in the Army, right? No, when you're out. Yeah. Yeah. So then he was in the army for whatever, four years. The army mm-hmm. paid for him to go to college and he went from college back to the army. Yeah. And even if that's all true, that's where they put him. The college gra- graduate, they put him in yeah. a fucking yeah, recruiting yeah. station in fucking yeah, Chico. Looking Chico, for guys California. smoking cigarettes. Looking for my dumb ass out in front of there <laughs> fucking smoking cigarettes with long black hair looking like a dickhead. You Catch him before they get into the titty bar. Yeah, I guess mm. so. Because <laughs> I'm like, dude, if you would have, I mean, think about it. If they're going to pay for your college, become a doctor. Yeah, go right? the whole Make hog. Make pay for that. Yeah. You know what? I want to get a double fucking master's. How about that shit? Mm. Pay for that. Yeah. Mm. I, somehow I don't think they'll do that. Mm. So anyhow, crushes the guy's foot and then starts grabbing a chair and just pounding on the floor because you can hear. The guy downstairs, the yobo downstairs, gets out of bed, and he's got his broom next to his bed, which he uses for hitting the ceiling to shut the upstairs neighbor the fuck up. And I fucking love it, dude, because he's hitting it, and there's just like Tim. Yeah, Tim's got his. It's always with me. It's always close by, especially when I'm recording. Yeah, just to shut up the neighbors, right? Or if the wife gets a little uppity, you can be like, here, take this, go back to work. No, so, she has a frying pan. I lose in the fight. Well, that's a good point. In the paper, rock, scissors of life, frying pan trumps broom. Big broom, yep. For goddamn, unless you can Harry Potter and fly your well, ass out Well, I mean, with the broom, there. you got reach. But once they get in, once they get past the uh, the head, that's it. Yeah, I, I mean, a lot of guys had reach on Mike Tyson. Hmm, and they true. didn't fucking yeah. win because <laughs> he had a frying pan. Let's just say. So Holyfield, Holyfield fucked him up. So twice. Yeah, yeah. Lost an ear over it, but you know what are you gonna do? So uh, yeah, this gets pounded on the shut the fuck up up there. So she's still banging the shit out of this thing, and uh, also apparently she's sick at throwing knives. <sighs> Because she gets a she knife. She the fucking keyboard, the piano <laughs> keys, right? Between the keys. Mm. That's a hell of a shot, right? <laughs> so, and then between the keys. Second one she throws sticks into a wall. Now, if you've ever tried to learn how to throw knives or anything, 
Mm-hmm. Getting it to stick in something is less about your skill level and more about figuring out the size of the thing you're throwing relative to the distance of the thing you're hitting and then pacing it out the proper amount of steps for that rotation. Like if I give you a throwing axe, let's say, yeah. say, Tim, stand right here, give you a bare bones basic form, you'll hit it seven out of ten times. Is it going to stick? Chick's, yeah. This chick's improvising, though. She's just fucking willy No, she works with special them. effects. She's been around knives, right? She's been oh, around fake knives, fake guns. She's seen plenty of stuff. There's lots of downtime yeah. on the set. It's Russia. You could be mm-hmm. fucking going to a bar and throwing knives at fucking people and shit like that because it's fun. And then in the most um, stereotypical fashion, <laughs> knocks him out with a flower pot. <laughs> I was just wait, I was just hoping he'd have a daisy on his head on top of the the stack of dirt like Daffy Duck. But don't worry because if you're missing Looney Tunes, she gets a Donald Duck toilet plunger and beats the shit out of the director guy. And by director guy, I mean the bad director. We have Andy yeah, and the then we've got guy, yeah. the we have the killer. Director. Yeah, yeah. Who, well, the police, have a, the police didn't get to see the bad director's movie, so they don't really know. He could be a good director. He could be a good director. Just, I don't know, think they ever say somewhere. his name, though. We're going to call him... He's the uh, cute guy, because he's the beginning of the movie. His, her sister says, oh, he's kind of cute, right? Yeah, yeah. That's it, yeah. The cute yeah, director so guy who, yeah. Oh, you know, I found... This can't be his name. Wartshuck? Is that his fucking name, Wartshuck? Is that his first, nuck, first name, last name, or it just first says name last? the character's name, it just says Wartshuck. That's got to be the dog. No, that's him. I'm looking at a picture under Wartshuck, and it's fucking... What is he, like, fucking that famous, where he just has one name? No, that that's not the actor's name. That's the character's name. The ah. actor's name is Alexander Pyotkov. All right, so Alex, okay. we'll call him Alex. How about that? Or That's Warty. Or Warty, all right. So, you yeah, know, uh-huh. Warty, the other director, Warty, that was directing the snuff <laughs> film. So Warty's she KOs, Yeah, she KOs the first dude, the killer, with the fucking flower pot. Warty comes popping in, right? So she beats his ass with a Donald Duck fucking plunger, which, look, man, when in Rome, <laughs> right, you got to use what you got. Yes, but also, look, if you see a plunger coming at your face, your first thing you think is going to be co- close your eyes, right? You don't get that shit yeah. water in your eyes, right? So yeah, now you're blinded. Exactly. Huh? So then... It, it's Russia. Maybe they build their plungers different there, made out of steel. Yeah, so knocks him around a few times with the... the well, plus, yeah, if it's Russian Donald Duck, that's probably made out of lead, Tim. <laughs> or pewter or some shit, mm-hmm, especially yeah. in the 90s. Yeah. I was playing with lead in the 90s. Like, it was fine in America. <laughs> it explains a lot of things, you know? It explains why why uh, uh, I can't think straight half the time. I just saw an ad on the subway for being careful about some baby bottles using lead paint. And I'm like, 2024? That's a problem? I don't know. Those broads with their Stanley cups are getting fucking lead poisoning. That's funny. 
Did you see yeah. that one, Tim? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because hmm. the <laughs> solder that they use in them is a fucking lead-based solder. <laughs> so the person who went out and stole like all those fucking Stanley Cups, they're going to die first because they're really fucking full of lead poisoning. I tell you, Tim, I thought he was mad as a hatter at first, but apparently mm-hmm. he's even madder. It'll happen. So, so okay, then then other dude, the killer dude, gets up from the flower pot mess, and he goes to juggernaut through the bathroom door, and I fucking love this move, Tim. Mm-hmm. Fucking love it because she yeah. peeks out the door, sees this guy getting ready to just shoulder charge the door. So she's like, "All right, ready for this one?" So one, smart, so two, fucking three. smart. Yeah, <laughs> swings the door open. Dude goes flying through the. She aikidos his ass, right? She uses yeah. no momentum against him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Guy goes flying through the bathroom, falls in the bathtub, and she just grabs the hairdryer and is like, oh, I know what to do here. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking just zaps that motherfucker dead. Well, See, then except Wardy, for answering the door at one thirty, she's done everything smart and right. Right. Everything else but that, yeah. fine. And everything but the weird blackmail diskette, great. Mm-hmm. Good movie. 90% yeah. of the way there, right? So, okay, then Wardy gets a hold of her, bends her over the table, Tim, yeah. and is like, where's the diskette? Right. And so she takes a piece of paper and she's like, what diskette? Because she doesn't fucking know. Here's what's incredible about it is she actually spells out the word diskette instead of mm-hmm. what disc. At that point, mm. I'm not going, well, I have to use the proper terminology for this. And we missed the best part of this is because in the beginning of the movie, when she's in the apartment and the person's, she gets that phone call and it's some guy looking across the thing. It's yeah. just some fucking purr peeping Tom. It's yeah, not yeah, one yeah. of the fucking killers. That's when the killer true. breaks into the apartment, she tries to get the guy's attention. Which, yeah. What does she do? She opens up the bathroom and she's jumping up and down. Look at me, look at me. Oh, I love it. Yeah, she opens up the fucking curtain to the window Again. where the perv is. Yes. Takes her robe, opens it up. She's like, hey, titty's over here. Another got my attention. smart, brilliant move. Instead of like going in the window and pounding a help, 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 mouthing it from across mm-hmm, the street, mm-hmm. show him what he wants. That's definitely going to get his attention. Yeah. And then... Yeah. Instead of yelling rape, you just re- yell free pussy. I think the more I think about it, this might be the smartest female character in a horror thriller movie I've seen in a long, long time. I yeah, don't, it's... except for opening the door at one thirty in the morning. I don't think she's done yeah. anything that you could say is stupid. Or why would I do that? Or why would somebody do that? She's up there with the chick from Your Next, just without the survival training. You know True. what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, she's yeah. up there on that tier. I, mm. Hats off to her. So, yeah. But, no, she gets bent over the thing, told, yeah, you, where's the diskette? No idea. Then the guy's like, all right, well, you know, I'm going to give you a little reminder. Pulls up her skirt, and you're like, okay, so this guy's going to rape her. That's what we're getting at here, right? So I'm like, all right, another mm. another notch for the old Tim Yobo pick, right? It's going to give but, her a quick accuse. No, no, it's faked but, out. He pulls up a knife. He's like, tell me where the fuck the diskette is. And then you just hear a thud. And she turns around. And where that dude was once standing, our buddy from the KGB, the ex-KGB cop guy is standing there. And he gives her the old come with me if you want to live move. Uh-huh. So she's like, all right, hold on. She has to go get some panties, go, you know, go get, get some fucking clothes. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 no. We, we got to go car, In the car, yeah. Yeah, we're going fucking now. So they get the fuck out of there. 
hop into the dude's car. And this is when she's getting dressed in the car. You can see her titties. And yeah. the guy keeps getting like looking over there. And he's like, all right, you got to tell me where the disc is. She's like, I don't fucking know. No idea. Yeah. What so disc? Write what down yeah. where the disc is. I, listen, I, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm a good guy, okay? And she's like, I don't know about this. You seem kind of weird, right? And then mm-hmm. he's, like, he's like, okay, let me tell you. I work for that guy, the Reaper. He only thinks I work for him. He thinks I'm working for him. I'm actually undercover. Doing the old double switch. Doing the old, yeah, double agent <laughs> move, right? So she's like, okay, don't, doesn't really know if she trusts him or not. Sees him open his glove compartment, sees some handcuffs in there where he's popping his fucking gun. And so she writes down on the paper, police, right? Because they're driving by the police department. And he says, yeah, uh, well, we'll, uh, we'll get the police once we have the disc in our hands. So uh, where do you think the disc's at? You, that jog your memory at all? So she's like, uh, I don't know about this guy. This whole fucking situation just stinks, right? It just doesn't, it's not adding up, you know? So she decides, hey, you know what? I got a good move. I'm going to snag the handcuffs, <laughs> handcuff dude to his own steering wheel, and then pop out of the car and try to get the cop's attention. Right? Again, smart move. Good move, right? So while this is going on, we cut back to uh, Andy and Karen, right? They have rushed over to her place to check on her to see what's going on. They see dead guy <laughs> fucking sitting there, and they're talking to the uh, the cop that's or the director guy that's there. Or no, 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 that's right because the cop shows up, right? Yeah, the first the cop show up. up before the brother and the the, the sister yes. and the, the director. Cop shows yeah. up, and then we learn that the cops are fucking dirty because they just shoot. Uh, old Wardy in the fucking yeah, because Wardy's just sitting in the chair and he sees him come in and he's not he's not acting like oh shit I'm nervous or anything like that yeah no he knows and he just nods over towards the bathroom and then like boom pop mm-hmm. him right in the head like all right good bam he's fucking dead so yeah and then they come in they see Wardy dead they see the other fucker dead and the cop in there so they're trying to like okay what the fuck <laughs> figure it all out they they they. <laughs> They're telling the cop, they're like, look, man, he's like, I got money, okay? I got a ton I'm of money. American. I'm famous. You can't do I'm this. American. I got rights. I got rights. I'm bringing all this money to Russia. Mm-hmm. I have all these rights. You can't take it. Yeah, just, just trying to pull every fucking rich boy move. I have American like Marlboros. Yeah, yeah. I got Levi's 501s. Mm. You want some Levi's 501s, right? Right? <laughs> man, how much money were people making on that shit? Selling jeans in Russia? Yeah, you know, that is a good question. I wonder, like, what the markup was on that. It had to be fucking huge, man. Because when that was going on, what, jeans? That was like, a what, big maybe deal. 20 bucks, 25 bucks? And here's the other crazy thing is, uh, that, what did the Russian people do? Did they just sit in their apartment wearing their Levi's? Because obviously you can't go out in the streets wearing your Levi jeans where anybody yeah, who jacked, looks at yeah. them is going to see, not just Jack, but you're going to get fucking picked up by KGB. Yeah, they're illegal too, right? Yeah. Exactly. You're wearing yeah. fucking Levi jeans. Unless what? They put a fucking different a sticker on it? Levi jeans? Of, uh, I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These aren't Levi's. You can tell because the tab on them is silver, not red. But like cigarettes, you know, music, yeah. videotapes, CDs, whatever. Oh, maybe not CDs at that time, but tapes and all that other shit. Yeah, you got yeah. that in your house, but a pair of fucking jeans 
Yeah, that's. I mean, you're literally wearing it. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you know. <laughs> And you're obviously standing out because obviously not too many people in Russia can get those jeans to begin Mm -hmm. with, even if Mm -hmm. they can afford them. So now, yeah, if you're not getting jacked for your jeans, you're getting arrested. Tim, how many of our listeners do you think even remember or have ever heard about the fact that there used to just be stores that just had signs up that say, we buy used Levi's. And all they were doing was buying a shitload of them and then selling them in fucking Russia and making a shitload of nickels on it, man. I'll it's bet up that's there with that the... scam with the Catholic Church when you drop off clothes in those fucking boxes for them to oh, donate God to... Uh... That's even worse now, dude, because the Goodwills, anything you donate, they go through them and sell them on fucking eBay. Yeah, that's, yeah I mean, that makes sense, anything right? Anything of value, right? Hmm. Yeah, man, I wonder, yeah. look, someone, whoever's listening, somebody's got to know, what was the markup on, like, a pack of Marlboros in Russia in, like, 19, well, the wall came down in 90, 90, 90, right? Or 91 did the wall come down in? Uh, Berlin Wall, nine, yeah, I think 90. Because once right. that did, that was pretty much it for Russia. That was the Soviet Union. Yeah. It was pretty much yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, if you're walking around with Levi jeans after the Berlin Wall came down, you, were, you weren't going to go to jail too easily. Right. But yeah. I wonder, like, like let's say, like, 85. What did a pack of Marlboros cost? Probably about, like, buck 75. What was the markup on selling them in fucking Russia? It's a good question, man. It had to that be shit worth it. Yeah, that had to be worth it because they didn't yeah. fuck around, I'm sure, and selling a fucking couple of cartons of Marlboros. I mean, not only that, but it's like, I mean, you're smuggling contraband into <clears throat> another country. Like, just hmm. the logistics of shipping it there had to be a pain in the ass, you know? So it had no, to be I mean, a big you enough could, shipment. You, could, you know how many cigarettes you could stick up your ass? How many jeans can you stick up your ass? Like two. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you roll some cigarettes in the jeans. Two birds, one stone. So that's, wow. So, okay. Say like, uh, I'm going to call out Terry here because I know he's a big fan. So how many people you think watch Clerks nowadays, right? Then they uh, they hear Olaf. <laughs> And he tells him that his the name of his band is Fuck Your Yankee Blue Jeans. How many of them do you think get that joke? Or even the reference? Uh, that that blue jeans were a sign of like American culture in Russia. And so to reject that is his version of punk rock, you know? How many people do you think got that? Now I mean now, if you watch it now, like with a Gen Zer. Look, I'm sure, look, uh, I'm sure that there's plenty of stuff that I watched when I was a kid where I did not get the references at all. And somebody yep. who was like five or ten years older than me would have gotten the reference. And the, those kids who don't get that fuck your American jeans reference are going to have something that where somebody's going to be like, what? And they're yeah. 40 or 50 years old. So the, the circle of life keeps going. And now, ironically, all our jeans are made in China, Tim. <sighs> What are you going to do? Right next to the, the same kid that's making Trump's shoes. Your jeans. Not yet. They haven't filled out enough orders yet. <laughs> Not yet. They couldn't get enough for the pre-order. Fucking piece I was shit. watching his rally on I, one of the channels I get on Pluto TV. I don't even get it like regular TV. It's up there with the One American Network and whatever. And yeah. dude, half of the fucking thing, he was on half screen and the other half was for fucking gold that they were selling. 
with using fucking promo code Trump to get a discount on like fucking three thousand dollars worth of gold. And I'm like, that's I, hilarious. It's fucking split screen with this asshole talking and selling fucking gold yeah. on the other side of the screen. Incredible. Hilarious. Man. That's why I love uh, that that one. Uh, the English douchebag Milo Yiannopoulos. Yeah. Uh, big gamer gate fucking dude how how he he fell out of love uh or out of the love of the right because of his whole thing about pedophilia basically uh Uh, yes that's right on that uh was it a podcast or a radio show where he was talking he's like actually it's perfectly fine for an older gentleman Mm -hmm. to get with a young boy that's actually how a lot of gay people become gay and it's like whoa 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 Mm -hmm. A, that's not how people become gay. Usually they're born gay. B, you're talking about pedophilia and you're cool with it. <laughs> Two separate things. Yeah. So they had to kick his ass out of there. But no, I saw him. But he still like, came after back that. after that. Sort of. Yeah, well, he now he worked for he's Trump for a while. Kanye. Oh, oh no, no, I'm sorry. Not Trump. He worked I, for, yes, Kanye, yes. Yeah, but before that, I saw video of him at, at like a QVC equivalent, but it was a Bible QVC. Uh, oh, because he found religion now? Yeah, 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 because now yeah, his whole thing is he's not gift, gay yeah. anymore. Of course not. He prayed the gay away. Yeah. Yeah, and now he's trying to start a uh, gay conversion church in Florida. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that he he ended up hawking shit on QVC effectively, and that's where Trump is now. That's yeah. I love it. Well, that's what Trump has always been. Trump stakes. Oh, I know the airlines, yeah, the stakes, all that other Trump stuff. University, yeah. Yeah. the fucking. All you of know that what? Bullshit. I like my businessman who only had one business and didn't go bankrupt seven times. Yeah, I mean, it worked with Bernie Madoff, right? He only had one business and he only went bankrupt once. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> or uh, uh, Martin Shkreli. He did great. Was it the only business he had? Was the fucking uh, buying that fucking medicine patent? Uh, yeah, that I was don't it like know. a venture that's... capitalist or something like that. I think he was a VC guy. Yeah, that's a good point. Whatever. Just, just evil. VC people are evil. So she remember. Okay, so she she runs out of the car, gets the attention of the cops, and then immediately like, hmm. People are acting a little sus to her, right? So she's like, you know what? I think I'm going to get back in the car. <laughs> I have the keys, right? Yeah, I got so, the keys to the good. handcuffs. So she runs and gets into the back seat, right? Smart, okay? Because she's got the drop on him now. And uh, he's all like, give me the keys so I can unlock myself. She's like, no, nah, we're not going to do that. So uh, he's like, okay, well, where the fuck is the disc? And she remembers, oh, it fell out of the purse and rolled under the armoire. Yeah, so she, she just writes down studio and he's like oh great where in the studio she's like oh, buddy. yeah she's no, smart still no, yeah no, no. Right. you still need my brain to be in my head <laughs> so we're, we're not going to tell you that shit right and it, as this happens by the way the the cops and andy and fucking karen making the loudest fucking racket up there pissing the downstairs neighbors off so fucking much Cops are like, all right, they got the director guy, gun to his fucking head. They're like, tell me where the fuck the disc's at. And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. That one's got my screenplay on it, though. Mm. Don't fucking get rid of it. <laughs> and I love Hollywood, it. yeah. Karen's like, shut the fuck up, stupid. <laughs> they got the gun to his head. Then she reaches down, pulls the fucking rug. Pulls out the rug from out from under, underneath dude. the cops. And Literally. We get- 
a one in a million. You had to be that doc kind of shot, it's, right? Yeah, it's because mm-hmm. the guy falls backward. The gun goes off and it goes up through the fucking chin of one cop and out the top of his fucking head and kills his ass. Then she just grabs a chair and just beats the dog shit out of the other cop until his fucking brain's leaking out of his ear. She's holding this busted chair full of blood and brain matter over her head. Other guy's got a gun trained on fucking the door. Neighbor dude comes barging in like, shut the fuck. He finally had enough. And this, yeah, this is like, the scene he walks into. Two dead love- cops. They're like two other dead bodies. Yeah, they're like no, no, no. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. How do we tell them it's fine in Russian or whatever? Uh, And even though he's speaking Russian, you know exactly what he's saying. Oh no, no problem. I'm sorry. All right, I I didn't see anything. No no problem at all. Yeah, he's just like, look, man, two dead cops, two other dead guys. You got a chair. You got a gun. We're good. Don't worry. It's another day in Russia. Sorry if I was being loud and interrupting Mm -hmm. you. I'm going to go to bed. sleep quietly, yes. You won't hear shit from my wife. I'm breaking my broom. I told my wife to throw that broom away. Yeah. We're going to fly off to fucking Hogwarts. We're done. Don't worry. We're out of here, okay? Peace. And he fucking runs the fuck out. So then they pick up one of the cops' radios because they can hear Russian on it. And the director guy, Andy, he just keeps saying, da. Da. And you see da, her. Yeah. Da. Studio. Da. And then the girl slaps it out of his fucking hand. Like, shut the fuck up, stupid. We heard the word studio. You're only going to get yourself You're only going to make it worse. Yes. Let's go. There's only so, so many they, da's are going to do. All right. So they head out to the studio. Right. So now you got Billy and and uh, the the ex KGB dude going to the studio. You got the four of them. Everybody's headed to the studio, right? Yes, because they Billy and the ex KGB they're still being followed by somebody else in a car. Yes, they're even still though being they got followed. away, yeah, they're still being followed. So they head into the studio, go looking around, trying to fucking find up where the discs at. Meanwhile, outside, like an army pulls up. <laughs> conservatively an army all of them at least six or seven fucking studebaker type cars with like eight guys in it they got fucking heavy fucking machine guns yeah it's ridiculous that's it yeah i mean they look like they're about to go to an elementary school in texas that's how fucking armed they are well i'm just wondering seeing this whole setup now how much money is there in snuff movies So, I mean, it depends on the girl, really. Well, no, I mean, to have this big of an organization where, like, at the drop of a hat, you're going to have, like, 20 fucking ex-military guys oh, pull yeah, up yeah, ready no to problem. fucking kill a bunch of people. That's You get, the, here's the thing, Tim, is it really, it depends on two things, right, in the snuff industry. Mm-hmm. The girl, the way they say it, and it sounds terrible, but it's the bitch and the buyer, right? If you got the right girl, like, let's say you got Taylor Swift, you make a snuff film. Yeah. How much money are you going to oh, get God. from that? <laughs> How much money are you going to make? All their Trump coins to get uh, to get that tape. Yeah, Taylor Swift's not video dog. I could get thirteen million today. No problem. No problem. Yeah, Liquid okay. thirteen million like that. Or it depends on the buyer. Let's say it's uh, Marge Johnson. Who gives a shit about Marge Johnson? Right? No fucking money there. But what if Marge Johnson's husband is worth, let's say, six hundred million? 
Mm-hmm. And they're thinking about getting a divorce. Well, okay, all right. Could get some money, so it depends on. I hate to say it, the bitch, but the woman or the buyer. You've answered my question. So there's lots of money to be made. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I mean, it's a racket, buddy. You can make some money. Let me tell you, it's Google Red Rooms. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> Don't. they they go in there and. She finds the disc and she shows it to the cop guy, right? So, like, I, I got it to the ex KGB. Like, I got the thing. So then another cop guy pops up behind him and is like, So now we have the, you know, the thing. Now we can kill the broad, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to do that. He's like, Yeah, no problem. Picks up the radio. It's like, I got the disc. Then the Reaper tells him, All right, we'll kill the girl. Kill He's the like, girl. Yeah, no problem. Pulls out his gun, trains the gun on her. Then all of a sudden just whips around and Bam! Just beats dude, Cracks other KGB cop guy in right the, in the head. fucking yeah. head, dents his head in, blood splats out. Gave so him a urian drop off. We finally know he tilts to the good guy's side because up until now he could have been a triple agent. We don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. You can't trust these KGB guys as far as you can throw them. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, don't give them interviews or shit like that for like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 you don't want to do that. Yeah, they they uh, they end up. Then the next well, day, you don't want to say. Sometimes a leader has to kill people, and the next day after that, that leader killed somebody. You <laughs> end up dead in prison. Uh, I don't know what happened. He fell down laundry chute onto a bullet nine times. Like, well, I guess he fell onto the bullets nine times. Yeah, they that had happens. him in the basement cell, and he fell out the window and died. <laughs> Exactly. He got he got Epstein, we'll call it. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, now we know he's on the level. He's a fine guy, right? But you know who doesn't know that? Andy and Karen. <laughs> so they bust in. Andy's finally figured out how to load the gun, by the way, mind you. He's been fucking with this gun for twenty minutes, just like the geek at the I safety. I thought off. they were going to fucking the... do something where he shoots himself in the foot or something where he shoots yeah. somebody by accident. But the way he's handling that fucking gun, yeah. But no, he just fires off a bunch of rounds and misses everything. So then you see, dude's got the gun still, holding it in his hand, right? Because he's going to he's going to negotiate something. He's got a plan in his head. The KGB guy, ex KGB guy, our good guy, our friend. He's got some plan worked out where he's like, all right, they're out there waiting for you. We're going to figure out a way to get you out of here. I got the disc. We're good. Mm-hmm. They bust in. Karen, the sister, grabs like the Superman logo or some shit and wings it and perfectly hits the dude in the gun hand. I'm going to say again because they're both in the special effects industry. So they picked up a few things from Stuntman and shit like that being I on the set. Maybe there were carnies, like knife thrower carnies. Could be, right? It's a good gig. I mean, why not? Mm-hmm. Knocks the gun out of his hand. They end up getting the gun from him, and, and Billy runs out the front door. Now, Tim, I'm going to give you this is check two of her maybe being stupid. E- yes and no, because I think that when she goes in, when they're going in, I don't think that she's aware or they're aware of how many people are outside yet. That's true. That is true. Because I think she all opens, those cars pull up after they're already in. She opens the front door. She sees all these cars out there. She knows she's fucked, right? Mm-hmm. So then old, uh, uh, our buddy, 
Alec Guinness, the Reaper, we finally see pull up in his limo for the five minutes he's, or five seconds, let's Probably say, he's in the him, movie. Yeah. I think it's a reverse shot is what they yeah. did. And we get the shot of him in the car, though. And remember, if you see his face, you're going to die. So she sees his face, and the order comes in to the ex-KGB guy. Yeah, shoot her. So you're like, but wait, I thought he was a friend. No, he lifts up his gun, shoots her like fucking six times in the back. Mm-hmm. Blood just goes flying fucking everywhere. She falls She's on the done. ground. She's fucking dead, dude. Everything is fucked now. So I guess he's a quadruple agent. Mm. Or I don't know. I've lost Whoever count. Whoever talks how many to agents. last. That's what That's, agent yeah. is. Yeah. There you go. Mm. Right. So <laughs> fucking she's laying on the ground. Andy's freaking out. He gets the gun, right? Points it at the dude. He's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. She's like, shoot him. Wendy's like, shoot the fucking guy. Shoots him like nine times. And the guy just like doesn't care. He's like, yeah, whatever. Shoot me. Bam, bam, bam. Jason, yeah. Nothing, right? So they all leave, drive the fuck off because he shows, you know, Mr. Big fucking Reaper. I got the disc. She's dead. We're good. They all drive Mm -hmm. off and leave, right? Well, turns out Little Miss Special Effects, Tim, uh-huh. rigged up a bunch of squibs. She went into Billy's box. Uh-huh. Rig- rigged up a bunch of squibs on her, and our buddy had the remote to detonate uh-huh. the squibs. So Took they're a little like, bit of a chance what? that this is going to work, but okay. Hats off to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a good move. Hats good thing they didn't you. just open up as soon as she came out of the warehouse. But because Billy, you know... Or, or because you know Billy's fine, so you're like, well, okay. But then Andy shot the guy. No, there were blanks, of yeah. course, because the, the squibs. Control, yeah, yeah, of course. So then Larson is like, well, wait a second, something's not adding up here. Larson's the KGB guy. He's like, something doesn't add up here, though. He goes, well, why, why didn't Reaper take the diskette off of me? Mm-hmm. Ah, well, what are you gonna do about again? So diskette. Yeah, he rounds up whatever henchman he can find, chucks him in the back seat of his car, gets yeah, the into KGB his car. guy that he knocked down the head instead of Billy yep. and some yep. other, some one other person. Just some other guy in the car, yeah, like Mike or whatever. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Loads him into the back of the car, gets in the car, and Billy's watching him. Sees the guy in the back seat, one of the other fucking bad cops. Mm-hmm. And his eyes are crazy. And, and she's like, oh, close up and that uh, psycho style music almost with yeah. the eyes. And she's yeah. like, oh, shit, that guy's about to die because he's freaking the fuck he's out. He's terrified. Hey, and at the end, don't. finally, the asshole boyfriend mm-hmm. paid attention and learned one of the words that she was supposed to be that she was signing with expression. That's what she's saying. Yes, expression. expression right. Yes. right. Yeah. I, you know what? I didn't pick that one. Maybe up. there's I some hope for him it. left. Yeah. I do, I do like, though, that he accidentally fired off one of the squibs while they were just having a conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah. He just like, like the sniper just got her ass. Everybody's like, what the fuck? And then he's like, sorry, it was just the remote. <laughs> so, but no. So she's like, no, get the fuck out of the car. Dude jumps out of the car. That thing goes up like a goddamn Roman candle. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dummy, of course. It's Russia. Car bomb, well, no, that's... because before they go into when all the cars pull up and the blonde KGB guy, the guy who ends up getting hit in the head and thrown in the back of the car, mm-hmm. he signals to a guy and the guy who I think is actually in the back of the car. He you see him. He's got like a brick thing in his hand. Oh, and that's it. Okay. So they're already okay. telling him, put the bomb in the car because yeah, that's yeah, what they yeah. were going to. That's why they didn't care about the disc. Kill the right. last witness who doesn't really mm-hmm. work for me or I have some questions about whether I 
quadruple fucking sextuple yeah. in the agent and blow, the blow up the car and blow up the disc. Yeah. Yeah, one and done. But no, so that's uh, why they knew that when he turned that car on, that the thing was going to blow up, and that's why they had that really frightened look on their face or that frightened expression. So good. So, so what a great way to tie it all together at the end. Mm -hmm. They do it three times in the movie. Perfect. Yep. Yep. Car blows the fuck up, and uh, (laughs) Larson bailed out of it. So he he gets up, dusts himself off. He's okay. And, uh, yeah, they all jump up in the air, high five, <laughs> you see the sunshine, and uh, it's not as good as the ending of Hudson Hawk, where they're all having a coffee, finally, but hey, it's a happy ending, right? Yeah. End of movie. Although, I do, I do need the, like, how we needed to know what happened with Blutarski at the end of Animal House. I I need that. Yeah. I need the little. Oh, you like, want like a little vignette of everybody? Yeah, like, vignette. Like Billy mm. went on to not be in any other movies. Oh, really. they could have like the two other the two cops who, saw, who thought they were going to see a snuff film. Mm-hmm. Like, after mm-hmm. this, they they were so curious they actually made a snuff film for themselves. Yeah, they started <laughs> frequenting the dark web and looking for <laughs> snuff films of their own. Tim. <laughs> uh, but that's it, man. That's mute yeah. witness and Tim, buddy. Great mm-hmm. pick. I I when I when I try to pick a movie for us to for us to specifically do, I make sure it's a good movie. I don't want to pick a bad movie. Yeah. This Lady Vengeance, yes, right? yes, Bangers, fantastic, and yeah. the Entity, mm. a real kind of a different kind of banger. <laughs> it's a type of a banger for sure. <laughs> uh, I don't know if everybody likes that kind of a banger, but mm-hmm. you know. Few people did. For sure. In my defense, I think I said it when we recorded the show. It's a long time I really, since seen it. I really didn't pick it, thinking about it too long. It kind of was like a last second pick, where I was like, "What?" Tim, it's fine. And it's no, because it's not fine. Because then when it's I was like, fine. "Oh, wait a second, it's what?" Oh, oh God! It's the mm-hmm. when she got gang raped by ghosts in front of her children at the birthday party. It wasn't a gang part... rape. It was only one entity. It wasn't called the entities, right? That part might Enti- have been entity. a little rough. Yeah, I, I mean, unless entity is like Legion, where mm-hmm. it's hive mind, right? That's true. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Either way, I'm, I'm forever guilty for picking that movie. Either way, he got laid. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So yeah, Tim. I guess next week we're going to be doing Embrace of the Vampire, and we got so somebody get... coming on the show, right? Uh do we? That's a good question. I know we floated it out there to I thought you told me somebody was supposed to be coming somebody. Um I don't think they confirmed though. I'll double check. Oh, okay. All right. But either way, to the listeners, you're going to hear Embrace of the Vampire yes. next week. But until then, Tim, yes. is there anything you want people to pay attention to on the internet? Uh, like I said, uh, snuff films. I'm going to add that to the thing that people mm-hmm. should be paying attention. Red to rooms, Google yes, that. red rooms. I'm going to have to look that up. Is that? Can I do like Rule 34? Red red rooms. Yes. Is that a thing that yes. you want to do? Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah. No. Just like I said, uh, listen to us. Whatever podcast thing you pay attention to, give us five stars. Give us a review. How mm-hmm. many reviews do we have now? Ah, uh, that's a good question, Tim. Because that's like currency, motherfuckers. I'm saying, if you don't want to give us money on the Patreon, that's fine. You know, oh, you know what? Actually, we it depends upon the service because they don't all aggregate. I know we've got about fifty mm-hmm. on uh, Apple. Okay, uh, that's iTunes good. One, 
and I checked. There was a guy who was going through and leaving reviews on a bunch of our podcasts on uh, Spotify. Elon Musk. No, was not Elon Musk. (laughs) You know what? I can't say that for sure. It It could be one of his sock pump accounts, yeah. May have been him. I think he really liked Nail Gun Massacre, so that makes sense. That, that makes sense, Elon yeah. Musk movie. Mm-hmm. So you don't give me shit for that one. That one literally starts with a gang rape. Uh, it's different. <laughs> okay? Yeah, there's no because children present. At that point, I think she's there. there's so many people that you don't really see anything because everybody's yeah. blocking everybody else out. This one's a see-through yeah. ghost. So we actually, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. How they did Other that special that effect. scene in scary movie. Uh, it's not that sexy to have a see-through <laughs> ghost fucking somebody. <laughs> but you know what? Well, you what's can a Kevin see Bacon that. Invisible Man movie? Hollow Man. Hollow Man. Yeah. Yeah, you can see one. all Jesus. of that and more actually on the Blood Bank too, Tim. Hmm. And you could get access to that by going to patreon.com forward slash bloody bits, where you get access to over seventy-two hundred films, Tim, including. Mute with let's this. go with. Uh, Madam Web. <laughs> it's on there? <laughs> it will be. Okay. Uh, no, we'll go with Stuffings. Stuffings from 2021, Tim. A self-obsessed social media celebrity couple camp out in the Adelaide Hills on Christmas Eve only to stumble onto a community hiding a secret tradition to protect the 25th of December. So somebody's getting stuffed with something, right? Yeah, it stars... Ogden Trissick. Okay. That's all you need to know, buddy. Accent things over the name? Yeah, yeah, a lot of umlauts, Mm -hmm. accent marks. Mm -hmm. Looks like somebody sneezed on the paper. Yeah. All all sorts of fun shit. Or, Tim, you could check out Curse of the Full Moon. 1971. The daughter in a family of werewolves decides to put an end to the family curse. Starring Hope uh, Hope Stansberry. Who the okay. fuck is that? I have no clue. Well, she's a little bit of a looker, though, Tim. You'll want to check that one out. 1970. She's got those uh, 70s boobs, maybe, right? She she probably does. And let's find a good one to end it on. Uh, here we go. Zombie Nightmare. Uh, after a young man is killed by a gang of rampant teenagers, he's resurrected by a voodoo priestess so he can avenge his death. 1988, Tim. Voodoo wow, Priest is zombie, zombie Oh, boy. I know what Holy we can expect shit. on that one. Yeah. Tim, 1988 stars fucking Adam West. Oh, boy. Yeah. You got Adam West, Tia Carrere. That had to be the first thing she was fucking in. In 88? No. In when 88. did uh, Wayne's World come out? That that's what 90s. really blew her up, right? 92. So, oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, maybe that's so, one of the first things. Yeah. So, so you can Adam check West that out. Adam West and Tia I'm going to watch that later on tonight. Yeah. you know, if Adam West is in the movie, you know he's got to be good. Yeah. It's just called uh, Zombie Nightmare from 1988, Tim. So you get access to all that and more at the Blood Bank, patreon.com forward slash bloody bits. Uh, you also get access to our bonus episodes as well as all of our video podcast episodes. I've been mm. uploading a shitload of them recently. Yeah, so all we're the psychics that we're doing throughout the show, you're, you're really this, not yeah. uh, getting it. Yeah. 
Tim's broom sight gag, my <laughs> zooming in on my eyes for a second <laughs> when I fucked up the podcast that one episode to show off books. Yeah. You can get access to all that and more. So, uh, Tim, buddy, thanks for the pick, man. Really enjoyed this movie. Uh, you will too. Go watch it. But uh, I'm, good. I'm looking forward to enjoying next week's movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I might, I might be uh, um, having a yank and awe of my own over here. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of the movie? Alyssa of a Vampire. Alyssa, my wife's name of a vampire. Okay. That's it. Yeah. So, folks, I think until then, though, that this is how we end it.